Sound ass. Everyone knows. But what if they don't? Who doesn't know sound ass? Just explain it for the dumb. Sound ass. Alright, they're a classic band. Classic. They do it all. They, okay. the hits. they do the hits and they do the originals and they do it well. Quite well. What 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 would you say about sound ass? I think they're really good. Uh, some call them novelty, some have called them experimental, some just call them Josh. Josh! Yep. Yes. Call me Josh or don't call me at all. Don't call me. Sweet. I, don't don't fucking call me. No. Uh yeah, Josh. Uh but yeah, so Soundass. <clears throat> so now you know what it is. Yeah. Uh if you want to know more, go to soundass.live. Yeah. We don't well, I'm not your high school sweetheart. I'm not gonna hold your fucking no, hand. No, it's not our job. It's not our that. job to do that. Ah. But what it is our job to do is to go album by album yeah. here and tell we're you. Album by album. We're going to go track by track. <laughs> well, I don't know if track by track. <laughs> we'll go album by album. Yeah. So should we start? Uh, let's just start with the bottom of the band camp. Should we do yeah. all band camp or should we just do Spotify? What do you think? Let's do all band camp. All right. We're, Seinfeld we're the, we're the ass mix. For at least mix. two more hours. Seinfeld ass mix. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wild. You want to give us a little insight on that one, Eric? Yes, Flip made that one uh, at the ripe old age. I don't know how old he was, but he was old. He was old. And he was working at a bird feed store yeah. with uh, some co-workers who would eventually become band members in Crab Stacks who are all imprisoned right now for accessory they, they murder. Thought I, were, I, didn't, I didn't work there. I didn't work there either. Oh, so <laughs> no, I wasn't in... I'm oh, not. sorry, so you're on Crab Stacks. Yeah, other... crap. I'm in Crab Stacks now, or I've been in Crab Stacks since then, but... And I've played with Crab yeah. Stacks. Right, the, me too. The original lineup, though, of Crab Stacks, those are guys that he met at the birthday store. It's interesting, the OG CS lineup. Now, when you went to those letters around, you get CS Go. You also get Cogs. That's true. Have you ever seen Flip fool around with any Cogs or play Counter-Strike Global? I haven't. Not, I have not. I you could, also, you could also get Skog. That's true. And that's really... I, I'd be nervous if uh, I'm flipping us around with Skog. Right. I, I would not want to be around... Let's speak on Skog. Let's speak on Skog for a minute. Is this an episode of our show, Speak, speak on, on Skog? Yeah. <laughs> roll it! Uh, let's not roll it. Actually, okay, so the Seinfeld ass mix, it's a remix of the Seinfeld theme song. Yep. Flip made it. Yep. Um, now here's something interesting. He made a few different ones. Uh, he made a few mixes here, and uh, one of them caught the eye of one Fred Ferner of Info yes. Channel, who then 
put Flip in contact with Blesh Howard of Dresky Entertainment. Yes. I want I want you to guess which one you think it was. So for so we got Seinfeld Asmix, we got Tacky on Freestyle, and we got yeah. Beetle People. Yeah, I would guess that it was probably Tacky on Freestyle. It was Beetle People. It was Beetle People. It was yeah, Beetle People. Makes more sense. I think kind of generally agreed to be the biggest sound ass hit. Tacky on Freestyle w- was a minor hit, weirdly. For, well, so for was Flip. Beetle People. Was they both, well, they're both hits. Beetle People has just been taken down and re-uploaded multiple times. Right. And and the Seinfeld Asmix, not a hit, but it's sort no of... slouch. It, no, right. It, it was a minor hit. It was a club mix. It, it, it did yeah. well in the club scene, but uh, not in the pop charts or I whatever. I mean, look, just as a, uh, a little curio early Flip Pitch work, I mean, I think it was already going to find a niche audience. Right. That's the thing. We're talking about early flip, pre-crap stacks, yeah. you know, just uh, mash-up music. That that doesn't do well in the ch- in the Billboard charts, no, but he still managed to... girl talk. That's right. That's very right. So I'm glad you said that because yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You were thinking the same thing. But, but Flip still managed to find a way to chart. You know, he, he was on the, the, the dance charts and the club charts, and, and he, he did well. Um, so yeah, that, that's I think we just tackled those three. Beetle people, yeah. just you know, r- run it down. That's uh, Randy Newman. Short people yeah. over uh, in my life by the Beatles. Tacky on freestyles. Tacky on by Death Grips and over uh, Maxi freestyle. Uh, yeah, Maxi freestyle by Kenny Gore. And then last mix. Then uh, this one. This is a little out of order here, but this is a compilation we put together lovingly after called. Uh, Greatest hits, yeah. Which incorpor- incorporates those three and a and another one that was thought to be lost called Child Star yeah. SDTB. That that was recorded at a very very contentious time in Sound S history. Right. It was. It, this was a time when he was failing as a mashup yeah. artist. He didn't feel like he was. He had a future in it. And he wanted to make more sort of rock music, yeah. I guess. And so he was... It was he, actually it was at a rehearsal for Crab Stacks, and everyone was right. very angry. He just refused to work right. on anything but... Right. And so it. this was like his last-ditch attempt at making yeah. a, a hit And he was living mashup. in a ditch at the time. He was. He still is. And... Uh, but it did not it failed to chart and I yeah. think it's what made him give up on the sound ass project as a whole yeah and now what uh, was with that acronym SDTB what do they think of that uh if I'm correct, it was Stephen David Tyler Bowie. See, just that, that alone is enough. To, that's enough of a barrier to entry. No one is this is an impenetrable record. This is impenetrable. You, you would never be able to wrap your head around. It was it was an interesting attempt. Right. It was I an think, inter- uh, yeah, good try. Flip. Good try flip. I I like it. I thought it was actually quite I good. I love it. I, I love it. It's actually Personally, really it's good. Actually really good. It's actually really good. But the yeah. greatest hits is great because it's got those uh, those four tracks and it's got a bunch of other tracks thought to be lost from yeah. his lost mixtapes that we, so I didn't we know found. We're going to attempt to cover the lost. We we can't this. because they're lost. But we oh, okay. but, but I will say that we we were we managed to dig some tracks up. So we found some tapes. Yeah. Uh, actually, weirdly, uh, funnily funnily enough, I don't know if everyone knows this. Uh, they appeared at the at our doorstep late at night uh, on the at the house. Of animals, which we'll yeah. get to later, and um, and and I told Blesh about. It. I said, "Blesh, you know, I got I got all these mixtapes. I, I they came in uh, on my porch in the middle yeah. of the night." And he said, "You know what, son? I'm going to tell you a story. I met this man called Flip Fitch, mm-hmm. and you know what? I didn't like him, but he was funny." Yeah. And ever since then, I, you know, those words have been bouncing around in my yes. head. I'm thinking, he's like, I don't like him, but he's funny. I don't like him, but he's funny. Head is a lot like Pong. Exactly. A lot like Brick Breaker. Exactly. 
And so I, 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 I said, you know what, Blesh, what we're going to do is we're going to honor the Flip's legacy in this band and put mashups together on a greatest hits. Yeah. And th- at this point, he had already sold Soundass to uh, Dresky Network, which then uh, hired us yeah. uh, to take over on the band, which Flip n- was never happy with. He was never happy with. Yeah. But he came around. All right. Like he literally, he would come around and kind of like disrupt our studio session. Yeah, he came around in a bad way. He he he, he kept coming around. Uh, but let's talk about Soundass Live. Yeah. Now this is a record. Yeah, this is a real watershed moment. The other ones we're talking about recordings. We're talking about albums. We're not talking about records. This is a record. Yeah. And then there's the entire kind of it was envisioned to be the master record of all things sound as. Yeah. So I guess we could talk about what the point of this album was supposed to be. Which when we were initially hired by by Blesh yes. Howard from Dresky and we were contracted for one eight pack of songs. Right. That that was like sort of a primer. Like he was just seeing if we were. Yeah, we auditioned with the the original eight tracks right. on the album. Yeah, it was, it was sort of an audition. It was sort of like, you know, we'll try it if it works, if it doesn't yeah. work, you know, whatever. But uh, Blesh saw something in us that we didn't even see in ourselves. And yeah. he he, uh, he got us a, a, a top manager called Klein Detterman. Yeah. And we, they, we sort of worked in conjunction with them to make uh, music for uh, When the World Ends. Yeah. We'll have recordings of all pop music as much as yes. possible. We were going to act as sort of, sort of like living archive. Right. That's what Blesh wanted. Yes. Blesh, Blesh believes that the, the doomsday is coming. And you can read all this in Blesh's beliefs, which is like a little... A little pamphlet. A little pamphlet he kind of would put out. And it's in the lobby of Dresky, which... If you could, I would actually suggest everybody visit the Dresky offices at some point in their life. It's a beautiful building, beautiful tour. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say where it is in the world, what state it's in. You kind of have to find it, but when you do, I'll tell you what, great tour, yeah. beautiful building. They got great stone. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't make stone the way that they used to. And try to make it there on the casual daydream. That's a... Oh, that's a, that that's is a, a daydream. Occasion. I'll tell you what, that's a daydream. Well, you know, I've actually, I don't know if you've been reading the papers, but I'm starting to, I'm hearing that it might not even be real. This I, is a I thought rumor. we were there for that, but... I thought we were too, but now I'm starting to think maybe that was just something that like Blush was putting on for us okay. to make us believe that it's real, but the employees don't actually get to experience it. I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical, but that's besides the point. So yeah. I, I just want to take a moment here to, yeah. to say that like you'll notice that around this time, because of the hiring of Klein, because of Blush's involvement and everything, you start to see a shift towards Klein during this time period and away from Flip a little bit. Right. Right, because Flip, at this point, he kind of left the band bitterly. He, I mean, he, he was always kind of upset because he sold the the rights to the band for, like, I don't know, 500 bucks or something. Yeah. Like, like something that seems... He sold the entire know, IP of sound. Right, he's, he's for something that's... It's a brand, really. Exactly. And he sold it for something that seemed like a, like a good buck for nothing. Yeah. But then we turned it around and made it kind of lucrative, and now suddenly he's not making as much suddenly money. Suddenly he comes up knocking when the DVD sales. He comes coming. knocking, and then we we had to we had to chip him back in. Yeah, we had to knock him out. Right. So Mama said knocking out. So for a minute there, Flip was kind of persona non grata. We didn't yeah. we didn't really associate with him as much, and he was doing his crap stacks thing. Yeah. We weren't involved in crap stacks at the time. Yeah. He wasn't involved in sound ass at the time. Uh, but this record took, I want to say. A year and a half to yeah. make because ultimately it it evolved from being just eight tracks. Right, we were all of a sudden rehearsing full sets. Right, we were, that's the thing is we're talking 
a year and a half, but we're talking like not a year and a half of honing an album. We're talking a year and a half of weekly recordings. Of yes, monthly, and it was the know. same songs. Blesh Sometimes, was never yeah. truly, I feel like, satisfied with a lot of our... I, I mean, I don't know if, if, if you have... I still have like the same dreams of just him saying, all right, let's run Star Wars again. again. Let's run yeah, Star again. Wars again. Because I feel like it was always Star Wars, what a fool believes. It was always like these yeah. few songs you just want so to hear. Y'all are dragging on the second set, and we can't go out and perform this if you guys are dragging right. with it on the second set comes around. Right, and at this time we didn't even think we were going to be performing. We thought we were coming in for a studio gig. We were going to be there. The name Send Us Live was aspirational. Right, exactly. Exactly. And and we showed up. We thought we were going there for what? Um, a week or two weeks a to week record an album. And we were just going to go in the studio, and then when that was it, Locked we're going to get... Really. We're going to... Exactly. We didn't, know, we didn't have any musical uh, like ability at that point. No, I didn't know how to play no, shit. I, I had never touched a drum. I right. still haven't touched many drums. No, I, I've I've hardly touched no, anything. I wear gloves. I've I hardly sticks. touched anything. Yeah, so, so yeah, we thought this was like a, a gig for a week or something. Yeah. We were just going to get our check and get out yeah. of there. It turned into a lifestyle, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that actually brings us to the next record. Which is sound as comes alive because yeah. of the next step. Were in reference to us coming alive in this lifestyle, we were we were sound as right, point. and and this was when Blesh really took us uh, uh, that next step and made us play live in front of an audience. And you can't really even yeah. tell in the record because we recorded straight into the computer. Obviously, yeah. there's no crowd chatter. There's no uh, vocals for the most part, but. It's a pretty lengthy set, hundreds of tracks on here. We hit uh, a lot of classics, you know, yeah. I'm pretty we, sure. It kind of like, it wasn't so much a residency, but right. we, had, we had found a venue that was willing to have us. Right, and we will end up going there for, I, I think, the entire run of Soundass. We, we yeah, go I mean, there. That was, that, that was our main live venue. I don't know if we ever, they ever allowed us really outside of that, aside no. from film specials. No, because that's the thing is, uh, for a time there was a worldwide or maybe maybe nationwide ban on Sandass live music. And yeah. so this this was sort of like almost a speakeasy. Like, they were letting us yeah. play. Well, and the thing, I don't you know. even remember this, but it was the, we were worried it was going to spread to all music. And that's one of the reasons why right. Blesh kind of kicked into this Doomer yeah. headspace. Anyway, he went like, full oh, all Doomer. going to be gone. Right. They're not going to just let us, me do the Soundass. They're not going to just ban the Soundass shit I've got right. on a bunker right now. Which obviously was all clandestine underneath the table. That's right. At the moment. But, but none, nonetheless, I mean, it was a good record, and Pete, the, the, I'll say this, the crowd was having the time of their lives, as always. And, uh, and I will say this, you know, really quiet record. Do you think this one's quiet? I believe it's surprisingly quiet volume. Yeah. The mixing, you know, it took it took time well, for us to learn. It, it took us a while to learn the instruments. We Please. took us fucking years before you dick about mixing. Well, because I still don't dick about mixing. I, we got we get a different we get a different mixer and master for every yeah. single album. That was the problem. I don't think they are credited, but we were we were trying to mix those ourselves. These early ones we were, yeah. yeah. And and that's why we I, like I'll tell you what, Blesh wanted us to do everything, and we eventually had to say, Blesh, look, we're in we're in for the long haul. We'll yeah. do this for you. But we're also but in over our heads. We can't do this. We can't mix we don't know how to no. mix you know we can't like we're trying and it's coming out listenable but not it's not great no. we want it to be great for you uh, and then we get reborn I'm pretty honestly. sure and this is something I, I really wanted to talk about we do in this one um, you should see me in a crown yeah so let's go on to sound ass new man that was, <laughs> that was, that was all you <laughs> to say about reborn 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just thought that was something I should mention. But how long is Reborn? I feel like that one, let's say, that one I feel like was a markedly longer show than. That was 159 tracks. Now, I know Sunday's Live probably is longer just because we were including multiple sets in that, but I feel like that was probably our longest all one set well, set. Let's hear this. Let's hear this little lineup right here. Take Me Home, Country Roads, Take Me Home Tonight, Take On Me, Take the Money and Run, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, yeah. and Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. So that's pretty good. That's just kind of like a sampling of the clever sequencing you would find in an early sound ass. Right. Set. It's not like something we don't even do. See, that's do the kind of thing like now. most bands couldn't even perceive of something like that. No. No. It takes high-functioning individuals like us who are thinking of things that aren't just the music. We're not burdened by having right. to worry about the music stuff because we aren't musicians. Right? And, and we're talking and about... Not, not to confuse with another right. group because we're, we are not we are not musicians. Right. I do want to please like say that. Great band. Great band. Flip's also involved with them. Better than, I would say, Foghat. Yo, don't get me started. Who names their band after a piece of clothing? Yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't even want to go there. No, dude, Foghead, I'll go there. They suck, man. Yeah. Slow ride? Take it easy, man. No. No. Take it easy, man. No. It's not that big of a deal, man. Dude, don't. I will crash this car if you bring up Foghead. I'm not going to bring him up. The Man Trilogy. Yeah. Great trilogy. Amazing trilogy. So we got... Yeah, she just passed a billboard for it. I know. That's what, I, that's, that's what and prompted us to... Nero in this. And Nadir De Niro on the... The billboard asking which which record in the man trilogy was our favorite. Yeah, I, I, I was saying Geronimo. This is and this is and this is actually interesting. I, 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 because I, I wanted because this is like maybe a, I, I don't know maybe a fun activity uh-huh. to to see what your favorite one is and what maybe my favorite one is. I yeah. don't know. So we could do so we got new man, we got old man, and dead man. Where, where do you land on this? I think. Conceptually, Dead Man's my favorite because I like wow. the idea of us forcing ourselves to do the really bad ones. And improving on most and of them. improving on a lot of them, yes. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. But I probably got to just give us props for, for New Man. We new were, Man. We were, we were trying, we were exploring new ground. Uh, right. Old Man's kind of a rehash. We're, we are, at this point, we are in the pocket, we're in the groove, we know the right. songs, we're on task. Right. But, Black's Ambition. You know what, I got to say... My favorite one is the Man Trilogy. Oh, the full one. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got it all. It's good. And, you know, for a long time, we threatened. We promised threatened. We said we would right. release a, the Folly of Man box set. We still might. We still might. So keep your eyes we peeled. Still might, man. I will say also, uh, an interesting thing about early sound ass. Every album has the word sound like this, like sound ass live, sound ass comes alive. Then we did sound ass reborn, sound ass new man, sound ass old man, sound yeah. ass dead man, sound ass the man trilogy. You know, we kind of didn't we didn't drop that for we dropped that a little while later. But uh, anyway, it's, inter- it's an interesting through line between all these early right. Ones. And then uh, so around the man here, trilogy, what do we do? Around here we did the Christmas special, and because because right here we have the single for it's not what you think it is. Now though, um, did we do? Oh, I guess you're right. Did we do the Christmas special like before we had the second Christmas song written. Which second Christmas song? Christmas what? You're right. You're right. No, Christmas no, yeah. that was that was way after. No, because the Christmas this Christmas song was made for the special. You're right. It came right. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the song wasn't even completed until after we recorded the special. That's true. 
a little bit of a little peek behind the curtain. Peek behind the curtain. Because uh, we recorded some horn overdubs the same night as we recorded the, um, yeah. True. That was great. That was great. Uh, meeting Santa in real life was a, a huge blast, and he was yeah. he was fun to work with at the time. Yeah, at the time. That was like, that was a fun performance. You know, look, we'll get to, we had a long relationship with Santa. Right. Uh, storied. Storied. Captured. We heard about it a lot in the tabloids. I don't right. really want to address the rumors here. Uh, I just feel like that's tacky. But at the he's time, here to tell the side yeah. of the story. He doesn't do much press. At the time, he captured our hearts. Yeah. At the time, he captured, and it was fun to work with, and he was interesting. And we, had, we you know, he's working with his elves, who were not that small, but they were pretty. They were pretty I small. thought they were pretty small. Hey, look, the important thing is that it inspired a lot of music. Uh, yes. Music that's come out since. Yes. Music that's still going to come out. I don't know if you, we've talked really about this, but I mean, I've got a few more Christmas songs ideas based on our time in the North Pole. Yes. Do you? Yes, I do. I, I'm going. I'm. We're gonna. We're gonna. I don't I'll know. I'll say right here. My my song. I'm working on trying to get it out later this year for us. It's called "If I Were a Candy King." If I were a candy king. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, it's kind of a, a writing exercise. I started doing that. that that's. I think all the thing. I would be. I would well, be beautiful. Striped. I, I'm, I'm interested in making more Christmas music, and uh, I'll, I'll say it. Releasing it uh, at the end of the year. I'll say it. Yeah. So imagine a bomb sound effect just went off. Like it did. You got an exclusive it sound. <laughs> it Straight did. from the mouth of Jane's boys. And you want to know something crazier? Whisker what? City. That's where we are. Oh, yeah, sound ass Whisker City. Two exclamation points. One question mark. One exclamation point. Rated W. That's interesting. Now, do you remember why they had us rate this one? Uh, because I, I felt as though they wanted. Uh, this was at the time when Blush was trying to implement maybe a new rating system based on Soundass lore. Yeah. And he thought, what better way to start it than with this new piece of lore, Whisker City, that we, you know, we started. And so, rated W. Uh, now, look, and I hate to bring us back. Can we talk a little bit about the evolution of the Soundass album covers as well? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Um. First one, we're stick figures. We're stick on the, figures. We're on the, we're on the, the look stage. Great. There's look a great. sticker on the cover. Of course. Classic. Classic. I, iconic uh, cover. Iconic cover. Uh, Second one, we're, we're in, it's nighttime, and it's we're playing nighttime. for the city, reborn. We're uh, coming where our hands are coming out the ground. Yeah. And there's a, uh, yeah. And then the man trilogy, maybe I should look. Uh, the Man Trilogy. Which is the one with the Star City skyline. That's a Comes Alive. Comes Alive. Great, great skyline. That's a beautiful skyline. one. Now, that's not Whisker City, though, is it? No, Whisker City has the Whisker statue. The I Whisker, see, yeah. yeah. So, do you know what city we were, uh, like, trying to replicate with the, the cover with the, the city skyline? Yeah, Whisker City. But with the Star Skyline? Oh, oh, the Star Skyline. Is that Ray Groove? What is that? No, no, I What's think... that? It was just like a city, man. I don't know. I don't know if that was really that that star building is so striking. You just assumed it would be like a famous building in a that might be somewhere in in Whisker City. I'll have to check on that. Uh, Check my fact checker Brian on that. But I will say uh, we can let's talk maybe a little bit about this cover because Whisker City we got a pink sky for the most part. The most Most mostly pink. Then we got a French flying egg. egg. And we got obviously the Great Whisker statue, which we'd like to visit. We, we sort of—it's like a holy yeah. retreat we do every year. Now, and there's two of us. One is it years, you have years. We're, we're cat guys, in this. We're and, cat I'm, boys. and I'm saying Eiffel, and uh, and it's. it's Why do you have two tails? I don't know. 
It's interesting that we both have a clear idea of which one we are, too. Well, I'm always on the right. You're always on the That's right. That's not true, actually. I'm not. You're, you're <laughs> on the right on this one. Actually, I'm always on the left. But for some reason, I just knew I'm the one saying Eiffel. You're the one with two tails. Yeah, Whisker City, great record. I believe we played uh, You Should See Me in a Crown on this one. Yeah, if we did, we nailed it. We did. You're pretty good at that song. Then we got, we we, we cut the sound ass out of the title. Next one. Wow. Drop the sound ass. It's cleaner. Exactly. Themes of Yesterday. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. And please. Underrated album. People don't love this yes, one. It's great. People don't talk about this one. But I'll tell you one thing that people do love to talk about. So people are going to... This is the thing that sort of pisses me off, right? People are going to say this album's not that good, it's lower uh, tier. But what do they love? Do they love Baby Egg or not? Yeah, Stain. Do they love the Baby Egg Stain? Stain or Child? Of course Baby they egg. do. Yes. And so where does the where does where do, where do we first meet the Baby Egg? Themes of Yesterday. Yes. Now that's also we can't we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Themes of Yesterday also in quotations, right? In quotations. That's right. Now are we quoting someone? That's it's tough to say. It could go I mean it could go either way. I, I think either way the audience wins. That's true. And and we got the return of the French egg, and he's the one who's holding Stain, and he's got very hairy, le- nude the legs. the only egg to return on an album cover? Um, in my heart, in my mind, the Young Fool's egg is the same as the Free Day EP. That's too. really interesting. That is fascinating. But I'll, we'll, we'll go back and we'll see if that's the case. I don't know if, if I can really claim that. Um... Now we got maybe one of the best album covers here. Soundass presents dot dot dot. Soundass in a Soundass original production. Open bracket. SOP. Close bracket. Hyphen. Open quotation. Best man. Colon. A return to Whisker City. End quotation. Uh, what's the squiggly? That's a tilde. A tilde. An introspective retrospective by Soundass. Tilde again. That's cool. And so what we have, let's let, let, let me just give a rundown. So from the to, from the left to right, and then I'm gonna go down. We got Mac for Mac and me. We got the, a flying goose or duck. Uh, he's got a tie on and he's got a cape. Then we got a butt that's pooping. Then we have uh, Peter's head on Mater's body. Friend of the band, Peter. Yeah, Peter's head on Mater's body. That's. I guess has a rainbow coming out of its butt and it says Peter Mater baby and a hashtag next to it. Then on the next row we got Bam Margera doing a kickflip and shooting a gun. And next to that is a mermaid with uh, her, her, her boobs exposed and uh, a sort of like a, uh, she's got chest hair and a mustache and she's got I guess uh, stars on her, bo- on her boobs and then she's holding a hammer. Uh, next to that we have a pastor UFO who uh, has ta- is is collecting takis in its in its tractor beam? Uh, <laughs> we have Harry Potter, Michael Phelps, uh, with <laughs> is Michael Phelps with like Rasta <laughs> Rasta themed swimwear, and and he's also Harry Potter, <laughs> and then then we have just Mater, but uh, with lips and truck nuts. And then Mater is marrying an egg who looks to be in love with Mater. And, um... Jury out on whether or not Mater is in love or not. Right, and then the preacher UFO is, I believe, officiating uh, the Mater and the egg. I would like to believe my head cannon. Yes. And then next to that we have JP shooting Lenny uh, with a gun. And then we have (laughs) the Scooby-Doo logo. 
Then on the next row we have uh, Ian dressed in the big suit from Stop Making Sense, and he has a uh, Thanos chin. He's smoking a cigar. That's next cool. that we have Parental Advisory by Loomis, it says. And uh, by the way, Ian's standing on a cow which is wearing high heels and has a uh, has blood coming out of its eyes, actually. And a uh, bow. And hearing you describe this without looking at it myself, insane. Right, and we're, we're not even at the end. Then we have uh, a underground bunker where uh, a, a, a uh, crocodile is shooting a laser beam at a Kolchak DVD on the wall. He's also smoking a blunt and he has a Beyonce tattoo. And there's a Picasso on the wall, and next to the Picasso is the first Soundass record. And that is uh, the, the cover. That's really good. It should be, oh, did you mention the Scooby-Doo tag? I did. Okay, sorry. Oh, I didn't mention, though, that the, uh, the, there are boobs on the cloud. Oh, that's true. Yeah. a cloud with boobs. Yeah. Now, we should say that this cover was kind of crowdsourced of right. some This type. was many ideas blending together to make one beautiful vision. Yeah. So, oh. early early on in the pandemic, Sanas was in one of its most prolific periods. Yes. Uh, we were reaching out to fans constantly, doing a lot of live streams. Yes. It was really popular. Everyone was uh, coming in and out. Yes. Uh, Booby was kind of like a, one of our... He's kind of like the Medici of yes. Soundass. was constantly... Uh, like bankrolling us yes on the side with Blesh and Klein and Klein was taking a cut uh, well let's maybe talk about Klein a bit because if, yeah. you, if you recall I what did, happened I didn't want to mention yeah so the Coltrack DVD featured on the cover we were doing a live stream crowdsourcing ideas for the album cover for this we were raffling off the Coltrack DVD uh, and Ian was gunning really hard for it noted fan head of the Santa's fan club of course uh, host of many many a party Right. I, he actually owned the venue that we played at most of our gigs. Right. And it was a lot of private engagements, uh, holiday he, parties. Yeah, he, he's like he's like a music promoter. He's a yeah. you know, a good friend. Yeah. Just really a fan of the arts, really more than yeah. anything. Cool guy, not great. Not great. Uh, but cool. No. He's no goosey. He's no goosey. No, That's but who is? Who really is? No one. No one. No one at all. Absolutely no one. So, Ian was gunning for the Kolchak DVDs. Uh, Klein was in charge of, I believe, pulling the name of the winner. And we have to say that at this time, uh, Klein ha- had decided that it was in his best interests that... In our best interests, really. Right, that we portray him as our intern and that yeah. he is not... People don't know... Like, people at the time did not know that he was our manager. They just assumed that he was our intern. Look, when you're in an industry like this, right. it's people like an independent... They like a come up. Right. They like an underdog. Right. We were to be seen as two scrappy young guys who were not being funded by a major company to re-record a bunch of cover songs. Right. We were... We were just two artists. The they were artists. Right. Uh, and I'll, t- I'll say... I'll be the first to say it. I, maybe I shouldn't even say this, but I don't really... I don't care about art. No. Or music. Like I said, we didn't know anything about music. It was absolutely... I don't give a shit. Like, this we is were, a job to us. Well, this was a job, and it, and it still is. Uh, yeah. We're farmers. First, but we're, when we're you farmers. enjoy what you do, are you really working? Exactly. And that's really what it boils down to. That's so what it can't break it down. Anyway... Uh, and we should back up a little bit and just explain a bit about Klein. Right. Uh, he was a man who... Now, I don't know if we want to reveal too much here. I, I, I just know. feel like it, it bears at least explaining so that they understand what came next in the giveaway story. We might need to walk back and explain a little bit. I'll say this. He 
got he left. All right, I'm trying. I'm jumping about like jumping around the horse is tough because I like pare down into a way that there was a period of time where he was a brain type creature. Yeah, kind of like a massive bubblegum. Right, named Krang. Yeah, and it was believed that he might have been a reptile or something. I don't know. I don't know all this. I don't know his history. He hasn't written a book yet, but I do know that he was a, a brain type creature. And he put his uh, consciousness into a computer. Yes. And that's the form in which we know today. Yeah, we essentially knew him as a like computer program. Right. Right. But it was a person. I don't want like there to be any confusion on that front. It was a person. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not a. But he know, would interact with us. He's a virus, but he's, he was a he's pretty essentially a person by way of computer virus. Exactly. And I want to just clear something up real quick because there were rumors around this time that Sandus was run by possums or something like that. It's yeah, not true. That That's nonsense. That doesn't and make that's sense. That's like actually just quite silly that silly. we're even having to address that because like that should be obvious that, that wasn't the case. Right. It's run by a virus man yeah. who was a brain being at one point. And an old doomsday theorist. Yeah. And a guy that worked at a bird seat store. Right. But we would never be run by possums. No, we're that's, just, silly. that's stupid, and I wish that people would stop saying it. All right, but well, let's they won't. let's move on. Uh, so well, we can, wait, no, 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 no. no. Move back just quite a little bit, just a little bit, just to say that Klein gave the DVD to himself, right. the Jack DVD. He was pissed. Uh, he enraged Klein. Klein took Eric captive, and. And we don't need, I mean, well, I'm, well, I'm just saying, you can, you can, I just want to give a little context because you can see part of, you can see some of the, the live stream on our YouTube, but it wasn't properly archived. I think Klein honestly deleted a lot of our uh, uh, Just to be clear, because this was a, a, another theory that was levied that that I was held captive by Klein and then... Oh, so you want to address, you want to clear this up right now? Well, there was theories that I was held captive by Klein and then I was killed and that there was an imposter that played me and that me, who, who is speaking right now, is yeah. an imposter. That is not true. There, I mean, look, I will say, you didn't see Eric, or I mean me, you didn't see me singing or talking too much prior to the current... You know what I mean? After that happened, yeah. So, so, but that—that's why I think this theory got perpetuated. It's not because we just didn't we're know different, how you know, back then. Really, yeah, it's just that. Like, it's not even you know. So, like, it's not even like, uh, like, it's not even like, I, like, I don't. The Eric you, you see know, in every like, one of the specials stupid. is the same Eric. Now, the music before that, I'm not really even at liberty to speak. They well, actually no, told well, no, you told me not to even talk about it, so I actually am just gonna have to leave it. Leave it as it is right now. I can't speak to anything pre-camera, pre-recorded. I will say that this is around the time we did the Point of No Return single. Yes. Uh, B-side was... Which I feel like that also kind of lent itself to the theories. There's, we're, there are multiple versions of Look, us. Look, you that. know what? It doesn't even matter. It does matter a little bit. It doesn't even matter because... because They're going to be talking if we don't say something about it. No, but we don't need to say anything about it because it's, it's so silly and stupid. It's silly, but we should just clear the air. Air is like stupid. I don't care about yeah, the air. Well, I agree. Air is dumb. <clears throat> anyway, uh, point of no return. Uh, I don't know what the B side is, and it didn't. It's not loading. It might have been still alive. Could have also been <laughs> wish you were here. That's crazy. That either of those would be uh, yeah in consideration. But uh, but it was. We did a music video. We did a music video. Great. One of our music only video. music videos, really. One of our only music videos. Uh, that literally only one from that time period. Right. 
Yeah, right. That, 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 that's a classic. The two people we never really here. worked with after that. No. Uh, well, they turned out to be real weasels. That's true. Uh, then we did. They weren't really focused, though. To be completely honest, they seemed way more. They didn't. They had their head in the game when, quite frankly, it needed to be in the art. I, that's what I'm saying. And we've always had our head up our art. That's so true and well said. And then around here is when we did America's Sweethearts or the Hoodly Doodly Coogly Goofy Scooby Dooby Doo A Blue Crew Dabra with a Touch of the Tune Part Do featuring Billy Stelise. <laughs> Man, you want to unpack that at all? Or? So, America's Sweethearts, meaning we were doing sweets from different bands. At this point, we'd gotten so ambitious with our right. sequencing. We. We decided to do just a full sequence album like that. Comprised of medleys. So then we do this is the hoodily. So that's the who. Doodly. The doors. That's the doors again. Then Coogly, which is which is John Cougar Mellencamp. Goofy. Ah, Goofy. I don't know what Goofy was. I wouldn't be able to tell you off the top of my head. Then Scooby Dooby Doo. I guess we probably just play Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, I think that's... that's oh, oh, Doobie for Doobie Brothers. Oh, yes, yes. And then Ah Blue Crew Dabra, so that's Blue Oyster Cold Motley Crew <laughs> and Steve Miller Band. <laughs> and then with a touch of the tune from the movie The Tune, yeah. Part Do. I don't know why we put that. That's well, just a little land yet. And then featuring Billy Stelise, Billy Squire and the, the Rolling Stones and the Police yeah. makes the Stelise. Pretty standard stuff, I think. What are you looking at? Just a, a couple sweet tunely tunes on Mr. Megabird presentation. <laughs> is that what it's? Oh yeah, yeah. that's what it says. <laughs> then we also yeah. did sweet oysters on that, right? That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweet oysters. Oh, so the the B side for Point No Return is still alive. That's awesome. Jason, you wanted to know. Then we did Numa Numa, which Important release. I think "Wish You Were Here" was the B side for that. Let's see. I believe you're correct. It was. And you are. And then we did. Now here's a big moment. What do you want to address, Numa Numa? Oh, it's great. Great song. Great song. I believe it's. Yeah, nearly seven minutes long. Yeah, it's cool. That's an cool cover. It's just a great song. And it makes me feel good, and so does "Wish You Were Here." Yeah. And, you know, we just want to put some positivity hey. out in the world. Oh, what? I was going to say, do you think we should stop and see the King of Breakfast while we're on the road? Oh, we all, yeah, I mean, obviously. All right. The Breakfast King. Breakfast why, King. Why not? <laughs> that's, that's funny. Restrooms so clean, come pee for yourself. <laughs> we're driving off a cliff right now real slow, and that's yeah, why yeah. Yeah, we're kind we'll, of taking... We'll a better time to reflect and have our life flash before our eyes. Exactly. But big moment after say Numa we took Numa. Those Fast and Furious movies a little too seriously. Well, you gotta have one last ride. One last ride, one quarter mile of a time. Now the movie. Let me tell you about this big moment. Okay. After Numa Numa. Okay. What was the big moment? It was our first studio album. Right. Now people were thinking, oh well, but these other ones weren't in the studio. No, they no. were. They were in a room that we pretended was a studio, but it wasn't a studio. No. This was our first studio album. Dresky finally. Honestly, calling it a room, you just, I feel like that's yeah, it was like of, a box. Yeah. We were the man in the, the box. box. But anyway, uh, I'll say this: Dresky did not officially fund Sound Ass. It was no. this was a passion project for Blush. It wasn't until this album, The Sound of Ass to Come. 
that Blesh had finally put together a sort of music entertainment branch of Dresky to release our music. And so this this was on streaming. This was our first streaming album. We were, I mean, we were colored blue over this. We were we were particular pink. You know, this was this we was a whole rainbow, man. This was a huge moment for us. People were green with envy. People were yellow, yellow bellied. Right. We took a red eye. Right. Uh, they put us in a white room. <laughs> uh, uh, brown eyed girl. Yeah. But anyway, so the sound of us to come. Great record. Uh, I will say of our studio releases, it's not our best. No, not. But at you all. know what? It it we set didn't the tone. Know what we were doing. It set the tone. Yeah, and there's still some bangers on there, like Big Cats. Like Big Cats. Murder on Loon Lake. Murder on Loon Lake. Uh, Mushroom Package, even. Yeah. I would go as far to say Mushroom Package is a banger. I'd go so far to say it's maybe the best song we've ever recorded. Wow. The Mushroom Package. Okay. Yeah, the top, we, I wish we could have a top ten best sound-ass songs at the end of this. <laughs> I wish we could, too, but too bad. That's impossible. It is impossible. They're all great. But uh, Mushroom Package would be number one. But yeah, yeah, we had the, the ass sounds, the definitive first ass sounds recording. You know, we, we recorded a few, but this yeah. was the first one where we fleshed it out. We fleshed it out. And it should right. be said right. that we recorded a lot of these songs with vocals. Right. They were completely lost. Again, we did not understand how microphones were. No. We and didn't. a lot of these songs were recorded right after, like immediately following Live and Loose. Exactly. The filming of our first special. Right. Well. No. Yes. No, no. Uh, Live and Loose landed on our first record on Sadness Live, as you may recall. Oh. Oh, it did, didn't it? Yes. So Sadness Live. No, but I know that. But it was because Sadness Live being such a weird. We recorded bits of Sound of Ass to come far before the release of it. No. Yeah, we did. Sound Ass Live was finished. By the when we finished Sound Ass Live, the only other records we had was Sound Ass Reborn and Sound Ass Comes Alive. Yeah, but we already had also banked those songs from forever ago. I remember us rolling into it right after the Sound Ass Live on this recording. It, what do you mean, like the same day? We did that the same day. I don't think that was the same day. I'm pretty sure it was the same day. I don't know, man. No, been no, the only no, time no, all because, my brothers were over No, because Jonah was there. Jonah wasn't there for... Uh, I know, but I think we filmed, recorded the Jonas song on a different day. No, Jonah was there the night that we did all the vocals. All right. But he wasn't there when we did... Uh, I don't know if I buy it, but who am I to say? I, I think it was long after. I think it was months and we'll months look. and months after. We'll never know. We'll never know. There's no way anyway, to verify thanks again for tuning in to the definitive, definitive. <laughs> audio record of sound as. Definitive. Definitive. Now we get... One where we were in the goddamn. Oh, you want to tell what Alan covered? The sound has to come. This is important. Oh yeah, this is our first commissioned artwork. This yeah. is an egg with buff arms squeezing our heads, blood yeah. dripping down our heads. He's, he, there's a long and winding road behind him, and there are two creatures on his his muscular arms. One a blue bird with orange hair. One a teal creature, uh, tiny creature. I don't know what it is with uh, a bow, or orange sort of bow type bow. And it says the sound of ass to come and sound ass in the sound of ass to come is bolded, you know? Yes. I believe the blue creature was named Zumi Dwyer. That's right. Zumi Dyer. Zumi Dyer. Yes. And at least for me personally, I don't know, it was never confirmed out, outside of just my own belief, but I've always referred to the big buff egg on the cover as 
veiled magician Orville the Opulent. And Orville Aurelia. You very well may be correct on that. I, I might be. I can't speak on it. I don't know for a fact. I don't know Orville myself. Uh, I, I was under the impression that it could even be Vrick. Oh, Vrick. The, the great Vrick. Vrick's Inferno. But I don't know that. This isn't something I know. This is this is a theory, you know, and that's all you can do with some of these sound ass records and album covers is theorize. And this is yeah. one of those times. Uh, but then we go into the sound ass's uh, house of animals. Now this is important because we were just writing about what we knew, you know, and what we believed to be true at the time. Exactly. And we so people who read our book will know that you all should have read. You the should book. read it. Yeah, you should have. Oh, you haven't read the book. Oh, yeah, I read the book. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm not your high school fucking sweetheart. I'm not walk you through it. But I will say, uh, if you read the book, then you would know that the recording of, so- of uh, House of Animals has kind of a, uh, a checkered little history. This yeah. was uh, it, this actually started with a huge fight over who... Yeah, massive, kind of a, a brawl of sorts. There, well, there was a, a package labeled... There, there was a, a package labeled for K, right? Yeah. We didn't know who it was. Who, If it was Cato... Our, our longtime friend and companion. Uh, if it was uh, Special K, which is what your country roots. Yeah, my country alter ego. It's kind of a one-in wonder. Um, and there were other, I think, uh, I honestly don't remember what who, who else we thought it could be. Yeah. But uh, it ended up being uh, Good Bits Ketamine. Yeah. So, turned out no one was right. Nope. But, uh, you know I what? I did wave my Glock around, though. I know that much. Yes, you did. Lesson learned. Yeah. You know? Oh, we thought maybe it was Kleins also. Kleins, that's right. It, it, was a, it was an argument. I thought it was going to be a, a... I mean, I know at the time, maybe I... So saying, I thought it was mine, but I also believed it could have been a bag of Kleins candy. I think that is what we thought. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if I vocalized that at the moment, but in the back of my head, Klein... It hadn't been stated yet, but he did own... Some sort of candy. He, factory he owns multiple Lines candy factories. Yeah, he owns a few, and that's like the branch, or I guess the full, the name of the company. But they, yeah, they're all over the place, and I, I, I don't know what they do because they don't seem to sell it. No, I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, when we were, when we finally figured out who, like, where it came from, whose it was, uh, we basically just divvied up the ketamine and yeah. recorded a hit, man, or hit oh, record. And we were lost in so many k holes back then. It, mm-hmm. Unbelievable. 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 I mean, we were a whole lost months. We, man, years. Try yeah. years. Um, At least a year. Yeah, we were stuck. Cumulatively a year, for sure. We were stuck. But we got out, uh, and we'll get to that. But uh, at the, so here we are at 404. Time not found him, right? <laughs> Blank Estevez is the next record. Uh, and this was actually supposed to get put on, on Spotify. Uh, not super long ago, but it got uh, rejected. Yeah. By our 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 benefactors, of, uh, well, over Jesper, you know, Jesper Jesper's crew. Fresno Records. I don't even know if we want to talk about Fresno uh, Records. Anymore. I well, mean, I don't know. Was, they know. are who have handled our our streaming releases to DSPs and. Yeah, Dr- Dresky basically struck a deal with Fresno. Fresno, like Dr- Dresky funds us and. And Fresno distributes us. Yeah. But Fresno is a fickle bitch. I'll say it. No, Fresno, probably the worst group of people I've ever worked with in my life. And I'm in sound ass. Right. I'm, I was just going to say the same thing. You know, terrible people all around in sound ass, but not, not, yeah. even, not even close. At least we're open about it. It's not even close. 
What is it? This guy? This guy. Oh, yeah, that is awesome. You'll never know what we're talking about, but it was awesome. You will never know. But I will say, if you let me say. I will let you. Fresno Records screwed us. Yeah, it was fucked up. We were fooled. We were bamboozled. They tricked us into filming a video saying we were excited. Right. They, oh, man. I, I, so stupid. And, and, and it, it was, yeah, can you believe it? Us in that video saying, oh, we got signed to Fresno Records. We're so happy. It's a, it's a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was infuriating. It was bad. We're still with them. And every single time I have to upload a record, I, I, I'm upset. I'm, I'm, I'm worried because I think that they're going to fucking do something. No, they're they, going to get mad. They have... I'm traumatized. I don't like to use that word because I know it's a trauma. It's right. A, the, look, the big issue that look, they 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 fucked our heads. They're a bad group. They're a bad group and they're bad people, and they made me sick. They made me sick. I, oh man, I just, I'm sick. I don't even want to think about it, man. I, I hate them so much. Um, yeah, Blank Estevez, good record. Yeah, they just don't know how to handle. It. They don't know what to do with that project. I don't. No. I feel like they keep telling us marketing doesn't make sense. How right? They, market this. Isn't that crazy? How long we've been trying to get that on stream and they won't. It's kind of ridiculous. You even had time to extend the album cover. You. There's you a, there, there's an additional track on there. There's there was a there's a outtake added on. Like you know a deluxe edition came out. Or at least was presented. Yeah, it didn't even come out. Yeah, threw so it right back bullshit, in our man. fucking faces. Bullshit. I would say it's bullshit. I'm I, mad. That's what I would say. I'm, I'm pouting. I'm doing a little bit of a pout. I can see it. And then we go into the Free Day Charity EP. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, we killed it. We just killed it, man. Yeah, I don't know what else task. to say. September on and on. I mean, that's I think... That's a top 10 sound ass track. And every... Well, that's... Yeah, that, that's like the closer, too. Like, yeah. that's even better. But I say any... We knew what we were doing. Any record that starts with You Are a Pirate is a good record. Yeah. And that's like a... That's, that's something that's followed me my record. whole life. And then we have the face it or fix it bootleg seven inch. You know, we lost the tapes, but we we kept the video of us recording this masterful. Yeah, and we should maybe talk about this for a second, just right. like very briefly. This okay. is coming at the heels of one of the uh, like a real flashpoint in sound ass history. Yes, we had just cut one of our records. I don't remember exactly which one it was. Probably the charity EP. Probably the charity EP it was a free day. Could have been House of Animals too. Could have been both. We were cutting hella music. We were in the studio. We were locked in. We, I look, we hadn't gotten outside in a couple days. Right. We, we, were give, we were given access to this Instagram account. We're just like live streaming, letting everyone know right. what's up. We're giving them a little seat behind the curtain. We're talking day in, we're talking day, day out. out. It's probably what, like fucking 3 a.m. at one point. Yes. Eric and I just shooting the shit, and we're just like, fuck it, let's just, let's just film this conversation. Right. We film ourselves talking about Andrew WK. Right. Oh, shit. We kind of just, I, I don't know, I don't even I just want to say theories. We were just kind of addressing some truths, really, truths. more than anything. Yeah. Just trying to educate people. Well, people uh, need to know. The thing is, I just feel like people are more receptive to ideas at, like, 2 a.m. Right. That's why dreams happen, because your, your mind is more accepting of ideas. And th these are the things that dreams are made of. Yes. You know, that's something hey, that's always followed me, you know, yeah. around. So we upload the truths. We immediately got a bunch of fucking backlash. Bullshit. 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 Infuriating. What I feel like I could already tell that the, the tides were turning, but that same night, in a fucking frenzy, we cut one of the greatest, most important tracks of our career. Face it or fix it. That's right. And I mean, and this is this is a track that we've done. 
time and time again because it's just it, it just is always good. And I gotta say, special thanks to Booger for for I don't know, just keeping it real with us. For going to Washington too. Yeah, that was huge. I can't believe they they sent him to Washington. And it's crazy too because first he went to Stillwater. Yeah, and then he went. And I, to I didn't think he was even gonna make it to Stillwater. I, I know, and then all the way to Washington. I mean, you gotta love it. Kind of unbelievable. That, that, yeah, it's like a comeback story. Yeah. One thing you can make it better is Cindy Stein was in the passenger seat. <sighs> Don't even say that, man. Don't, Don't even say that, I man. Won't. People who read the book will know what we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, they will totally understand. They will get it. <clears throat> uh, then we got New Coke. Now, here's an interesting one. This yes. is where we just hired two dudes on Craigslist yeah. to just sort of be so sound. It was interesting. It's kind of just like the cycle repeats. Right. We we go out now. We tell two friends. Right. Or by friends, maybe two people off Craigslist, random people, like completely strangers. Again, idiots. They don't know anything about music. They're they such don't know anything idiots. About the type of music we make. No. Yeah. Uh, like we're talking about. Like we didn't know anything about music. These guys really didn't. Yeah. Know no. Anything. These guys don't know jack. They're shit. fucking They're idiots. They're fucking morons. I fucking hate them. Yeah. I honestly. Uh, I don't know. It was difficult. It was difficult. And it's, it's an interesting record because we're constantly switching spots. We're jumping in and out. Eric could only take so much at a time. I could only take so much at a time. Right. Sometimes you just have to leave them alone in the room together, and you could tell that really yielded. It yielded something. I don't know. The results is even. Right. That makes it sound like it was successful in some regard. Right. That's uh, a crazy. Yeah, that's a crazy tricycle that we just passed by. But yeah, new Coke though. I'll say this. It uh, it came out. It definitely and was it made released, a splash. And it splashed. Uh, oh, France, oh, man. What? <laughs> Twin trikes. Wow. All right. Yeah, that was not what I was expecting to see today in Whisker City. But welcome. You know, welcome. Welcome, welcome to Whisker City. Um, then we got Jingles All the Way slash the, the games game that we play. play. And that, that, I love this one. Yeah, and the, the cover is, of course, a, uh, a Monopoly board. And if we want to do, you maybe want to run through. I can run through what the, the things are. Yeah. So... We got old. Okay, so I guess so. We're we're starting from go, which is Klein's basement. Yeah, and we're working down the the to the jail section. Old man, right? Mm-hmm. Dead man. Yeah. Then we got Whisker City. Uh-huh. Themes of yesterday. Then we got a Soundass original production. Then we got sweethearts. That's the whole first row. Yeah. And in between, instead of chance and community chess, we got K and JP. I guess K is for Klein, JP is for JP. Yeah. Then... Like, should we, maybe, should we address JP at this point? Uh, no. Alright. We'll address him for, for Klein's basement, which is next. Okay. That's, then, yeah, that's fair. Then we got, uh, instead of the jail, we have the free day. Uh, that's where... Then we have Sounds of Ass to Come. We got House of Animals, Blank Estevez, New Coke, Charity EP, and then we got Cato's Corner. That's the next little corner area. Then we have Face It, and we have Fix It. Then we have Ariel 11. <laughs> What's this? Pood? Podnos. Oh, that's cool. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's at least interesting. But isn't it interesting? Here we have Ariel 11. Yeah. Right here. After Face It and Fix It. Then we have Child Star. Season that one out. Then we have Point of No Return. We have Smithsonian. Yeah. Then we have Sound Ass Live. Sound Ass Comes Alive. Sound Ass Reborn. And it ends with New Man, weirdly. <laughs> okay, we got all spaces. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, let's talk about Live of Klein's Basement. This was, for a long time, my favorite yeah, Sound Ass record. Yeah, electric. It, kind of like a live wire. 
yeah and on here you got the ticket stub this was an uh, this was an electric concert you're right yeah. um we were we were really feeling i and it, i gotta say one of the most disappointing losses you know uh we we really we lost uh a lot of the master recordings that made this click but we got the video and we were able to put it out it's not great quality but like i said you know we were on task we sounded great we sounded yeah. fantastic I and think um, things happen to the show though yeah let's talk about jp <sighs> formerly spiritual advisor former egg advisor uh model kind of just raconteur yeah idiot kind of a town town idiot sort of town kind of a gesture of sorts yeah uh he's just kind of a ragamuffin just ne'er-do-well right sort of a like scuzz bucket sort of a a a bumhole kind of a guy yeah it's the kind of guy who's like always hanging around town you don't ever really like that he's there but he's there he's part of the town the sort of guy that when he's walking across the street you 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 walk to the other side yeah i mean like if if he's giving the town a certain flavor, it's like cilantro. It's like some oh. people are gonna vibe with it, but like some people are like, no, they're you got, like, no, they're like, no. Yeah, they don't. Some people have a very adverse reaction to this being in the environment. He's like spam. Yeah, he's kind of like spam. He's like the spam of people. The picture with, spam, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm fine with him. It's I great. We can handle him. Yeah, it's great. But he's made some things difficult. This was one of those. This times. was one of those times. He showed up at the the venue. Swaying the door open, just swinging it open. <laughs> it's just fucking flung it open. Yeah, flung it open, like almost knocked on the, the fucking hinges. Right. Yeah. And then he decided, like, he lived in a barn or something. Left, left it open. <laughs> no knocking. No he knocking. Walked in. No knock. And they'll do this to this day. Right. I've seen him walk in just anyone's house. Right. And then yeah, he just left the door open, and then. A neighbor, a nearby neighbor, yeah, nearby neighbor, uh, had to basically say, "Hello, shut up!" You know yeah, what I shut, mean? Like, shut the like fuck your up. door, your door's open. Shut up! Yeah, it's kind of like that. Uh, it sucked, man. Like this, unbelievable. I hate it. That was one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. Honestly, a real low point for the band, and I wasn't sure if we were going to recover at no. a certain point. No. Just go to Natchez. Fuck it. Take a picture outside of <laughs> Michael's house. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it's a good concert. Man, Great we concert. have so many. We still got to get through. Yeah, that's fine. We still got... We got time. Jesus. All right, yeah, we do got time. Sound S Live and Loose. Uh, here we re-released a live recording from Sound S Live. It's good. It's, uh, you know, it's it's loose as well. Yeah, I like I mean, it. It's got a REM like, medley in it. Yeah, and it's awesome. You haven't lived till you've heard us do Losing My Religion. Stand. Stand. Uh, a rare vocal appearance by me. Probably the one I love, too. The, the, our version of Sand is the one you love? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's, I mean, who couldn't? It's great. Now, look, I'm telling you, I'm looking I'm looking at the Young Fool's egg, and I'm looking at the Free Day Charity EP egg, and I'm seeing the same guy. I mean, they're similar. But what they're it looks like guy. to me, what it looks like to me is Young Fool's is like the young version of the Free Day EP Right. I, is, that, is that the point, or is that he I like... I think he just put a hat on. See, he looks like he's doing the Steve Buscemi, Hello Fellow Kids right. thing in the Young Fools, but he also has the goatee, an upside-down goatee, no less. Right. Which just leads me to believe it might be a younger, more foolhardy version of the egg for the free day. He's, he's grown up, he's learned to, to embrace the free day, to enjoy the free day. 
He wears long sleeves. He he's it's the same guy though. I think it's the same guy. The mustache is pretty damning. It's hard to similar to say mustache. The same. But different shoes, different outfit. He's got a different outfit, but you know, people do, you know, eggs do. Damn. I don't know. But anyway, Free Day Charity EP, another one that was a favorite of mine for, for a time. Uh, I believe it has Ocean Man on it. Yeah, sounds about right. Then we got Prince of Pranks. Now... I believe we do You Should See Me in a Crown on this yeah, one. I, think, I don't know if that's... I think you're right, and I believe it's quite good. Actually. I think it's great. Uh, Prince of Pranks, great. Great. The Overture is fantastic. Uh... Yeah, Prince. We start with Mr. Mistopheles, then we go into the Sound S intro, then into Prince of Pranks Overture, then into What a Fool Believes, which starts with Surrender. That's cool. Uh, and then we go into You Spin Me Right Round. <laughs> That's cool, too. Uh, this was a good one. A, a brisk 61 tracks, and it ends with Shout slash My Girls. Basically a jog. Yeah, a it's a jog. jog. It's a jog. But it's great. Uh, we play pigs. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure good. we were on test. We were really good at pigs. We're great at pigs. Then we got the power of W. Now you you talk a little bit about the power of W. Now the thing that's interesting with the power of W. Now Whisker City, rated W. Right. Like we've kind of made this a recurring that's motif a throughout of our career. Conceptual continuity. Now this is, you know, okay. Now I, we know, all yeah, like I mean, a, similar to how you know. Sufjan Stevens announced, oh, I want to do an album for each uh, each fucking state. <laughs> it's, it's quite it's quite silly that he thought he was going to be able to do that. Well, we thought we could do something similar. Right. We we honestly were even less ambitious. We set our sights pretty low. Yeah, he set it for fifty. We set it for twenty. Yeah, twenty six. We were going to do one for each letter of the alphabet. Right. Uh, now we did one. We did one and. Fresno was not having it. They were furious. They did not like it. They didn't understand what we were going for. They didn't want to clog up the No, the they Spotify. said that's going to clog up Spotify. You guys are fools. You're idiots. Why? Who is? Who spanked are you guys? They probably spanked, spanked us. They probably yeah, spanked, spanked us, us. They spanked us a few times. Banished us. We were put in exile. Oh, man. Remember when we were on in exile and we yeah. were in the forest? Remember the, the forest a, where the trees started, started talking to us? Yeah, I didn't like being in the forest. We were kind of like... Left to gather. It was oh, like foraging. God. We and we had to hunt too. Like we had to hunt, and we that had was to gather. Part that we had to hunt on top of that. We and we could have maybe like split the the jobs. A bit no, we had to do we both. Did. We, we had both, both had to though. do both. That's the kind of thing that happens when you're in the middle. of And the I was fishing the too. And I was fishing. Well, I don't know why you were doing that. That was never part of the plan. I actually, well, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of mad to know that you were doing that. Well, I did. I, I mean, well, you'll be even madder to know that I didn't catch a single I, fish I know. Well, that's why I didn't no even fish. realize you were doing that. Well, I didn't realize so after, if you recall, when we were, I guess, brought back from exile, we, we talked to Fresno, and the first question I asked was like, you know... What, no are, fish? Yeah, are there fish in the waters? And they said, no, there's no fish in the waters. It's man-made lake. That would be good to ask before we went to exile. Well, I didn't know, you know, what the fish was situation the that was, was going to be. I didn't, you didn't know. How, how could I know? And we did the Young Fool's yeah, single. The Young Fool's single. With the that. B-side, I believe, uh, was Be The Place. That's cool. Cover of Be The Place. <laughs> That's cool. Now, should we address that at all, or just the, the Big Shot Lounge issue? Again, I just feel like if we don't say anything, we... Let's, let's maybe, let's tread lightly, but we can, lightly. I'll, I'll allow it. I... 285. That's cheap, man. Oh, yeah. Look, man, Worcester City, we're, they're in a, a come up. I know. I can see that. They're uh, thriving right now. Yeah, as you were saying about Big Shot Lounge, please. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, yeah. Uh, they just... I... Look. Look. It's just, it's interesting. You 
when you're in this industry, you end up in a lot of similar places with people. Right. Sometimes you share rehearsal space. Right. Sometimes you guys are like on the same kind of like circuit of like right. you're in the same towns because you're both touring at the same time. I'm not saying they ripped us off, but I'm just saying you can see a lot of. It's, it's interesting how many uh, coincidences there are. Across uh, our, yeah, our coincidences is maybe a little bit of a. It's uh, a nice way to put yeah, it. Yeah, forgiving way to say it because yeah. uh, for what I see it as, as straight up. Yeah, it seems like they listed all of our music. They would. I'll tell you this their, their record, Round Wound Roto Sound, that came out in 2021, I think. Uh, I'll say this, Dynamite record, but here's the reason why it's a Dynamite record, because it's all of our like, songs. Yeah, we wrote like 80% of the songs. We wrote like almost it. every single song in it, and, and the ones that we didn't write were based on things that happened to us, like The Great Guru. We didn't write yeah. The Great Guru, but they that was something that happened to us. Their yeah. story is what happened to us. It's just, it's written, the thing is we did versions of that song. Right. Oh right. yeah, no, they, they just, totally just... lifted entirely they lifted from everything. things that we, if we didn't do all the work for them, they essentially just took our rough drafts and like, oh, well, there's enough here. There's enough on the page they, already. They, they lifted us, man. They lifted us. It's, I mean... It's infuriating, honestly. It and was disheartening. From what I've heard of their new material, it hasn't changed. No, I, they, I, yeah, I heard a couple things that they were playing uh, like a few months ago, and yeah, it sounded like stuff we just did. It sounded like stuff we did. Uh, and they've never addressed before. it. They never have talked about it with us. They never just like even. They're never even to reach the, out. They're never even in the press or anything. Like no, that. they're signed to Fresno. Right. They never had to do a video saying they were happy about being signed to Fresno. Yeah, of course not. Right. It, it just kind of feels like if they wanted to hire us in that capacity, Fresno could have hired us in that capacity. We could. I would have been fine with just writing songs for other people, but. Right. They're making us do this whole runaround. They're making us release the records. They're making us perform them, and then we're supposed to just not comment on any of this. They get mad when I say anything. Yeah, like about well, this. the thing about Round One Roto Sound is they, that that record could have come out with us getting royalties, and I'd be totally happy for it. Like I'd be like, yeah. it's great. And I'll tell you another thing: we could have made that record with the instrumentation that they used, and we would have done it twenty times better. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I don't even probably should even say this because it doesn't necessarily involve us. But from what I understand, even when they started that project. It was for another band. And wow. there's a reason why you haven't heard of that other band. is because they got fucking buried. They were buried by Fresno. Wow. I think Fresno signed them, got their vision, and they were like, all right, cool. Now let's find some marketable, some, right. some, some cute little boys to put this fucking... Exactly. That's exactly what they did. this up with. That's exactly and what they let's did. Let's get some talent while we're at it. Let's, it's two of the most talented individuals we have on the fucking label right now. And I guess we'll just make them make all the songs, I guess. I don't know. Right. And with no, absolutely not asking us, not, you know, no input. Never asking us. No. So it, it's stupid, but, you know, it, it did, I, I will say it was a dynamite record. Yeah, it was really good. It was a dynamite record, and it was, a, it hit the charts. Yeah, it charted. I made a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw a penny of it, we didn't made see a, a penny lot of money. money. Yeah, they, they made a lot of money. Hey, but you know, we made a lot of money off the DVD sales from our specials, That's so, true. you know. Well, well, you well, lose, you win some, you, you lose win. some, give and take. That's the that's life. One for them, one for me. It's one of those. Well, yeah, except they should both be for me, but it's whatever. Uh, then we got the the classic one-two punch of set and another set. Now that's that's a special one-two punch. Now we're talking free day, three, number three here, but but we kind of didn't call it that because well, we, it became we just, more know, than that. It became more than that. It yeah. became a tight set. And it was beautiful. And then this is when we come back. We went to our, like, our minimalist roots. And you know what? I'm going to say it again. I think this egg from the set cover is the same egg as the Young Fools. 
That makes sense now. I see that. I see it. Well, let me see it again. This looks more like the free day one. If anything, it's like kind of like an in between. They're both. It's all the same. It's the same that's guy. Interesting. That's interesting. Now that's not the same as the as the the French egg from earlier, or the egg from uh, what's the one where where the dead man. You know, these aren't all the same eggs, but this guy is. To think so. This guy is, I think. And this isn't the same as the sound of Astacom, You know, the bodybuilder of Rig or whatever, whoever he may be. Orville. Many nope. theories. Clicks. Yeah, no, I saw that too. I kind of wanted to check it out. It's a billiards place. Then we got Fricado's ears only, so we can't really talk about that because no. that's Fricado's ears only. And then we'll be able, uh, But should we talk about Sound S's Monster? Yeah, I was going to say, around the same time we recorded uh, Sound S's Monster, which was a live set. Yeah. Had a guitar, bass, you know, had a full instrumentation. Well, we were contacted by Geek Space, which is kind of like a media company that was up and coming at the time. They were uh, media scammers, frauds. All right, well, you might have a, some issues with them. I have I find more than a few. Pretty, pretty good guys overall. Bad guys. I enjoyed working with them. They were very nice. They took advantage of our ketamine period. Yeah, maybe so, but they were nice about it. Yeah, which is true. something you can't say about a lot of the people who took us under their wing. That is that true. Period. That is true. That is true. We were definitely being exploited, but like, I feel like they were at least good natured about it. We should say this is the last record of the ketamine period, as at least a the known ketamine period. That's you know. true. Yeah, because because then we got tragic nomenclature and inspired by Christ next, and those were our two sober like attempts at making a. Serious music back to our roots, as yeah. you know. But yeah, uh, sound as monster geek space. You were saying? Well, I was just gonna say that we recorded, yeah, a whole sets worth of material. They asked us for to, to play a song to be a musical guest on one of their podcasts. We uh, we we gladly agreed. Then they they cut us. They cut us down, and I feel like they made us kind of look like idiots. Yeah, I mean, it's like stupid, man. I mean, it's like fucking morons. I hated it. I hated it. But they did it nicely. So, I mean, I can't, I don't have, I'm not harboring ill will about it. Right. I'm not frustrated. I am. I just, I know you are, but what am I? True. True. That is true. And then we did Tragic Nomenclature. Yeah. Which was our attempt at making a serious concept rock album. Yeah. And uh, I think it was pretty bad. It, it was bad. Well, it was brought on a period we we had gone cold gack, turkey. Gack, gack. That's fun. Mars attacks. Or uh, Kathy. Oh, that's true. Could be either or. Either or. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's looking like oh, it's, it's it is Kathy, but she's in the car with the Mars attack alien. And also they have they had a little baby in the back seat, a little Kathy alien. That, that's true. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, that's funny. So that must be like a little gag. That's cute. Yes, it's, I guess. It's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. We had bad record. Bad record. Uh, we had quit ketamine. We kind of quit all drugs cold turkey at that period. But some of the stuff you'll notice will got repurposed later uh, well, down the line. The thing is, I just feel like we cut this record and then Fresno, like, they knew it wasn't good. Right. So, like, I think in their head, they're like, well, if we just keep re-releasing these songs, maybe we can make well, some money off of them. No, if you remember, a lot of money if you remember I don't know if you were, you were doing your Special K thing, but I was doing a lot of talks with Fresno about these the recordings because this album, I was 100%, this needs to come out. This is a great oh, so record. Were, I wanted this record out. See, on, I was on in streaming. the throes of withdrawal, so. I wanted this on streaming, and uh, I'll tell you what, they said... There's absolutely no way we're releasing this in its current form on yeah. streaming because it's not very good. And I sort of 
had to talk them down. I was like, well, what about these songs? And they said, no. And I said, well, what about these songs? And eventually I got these songs worked on. Like this one went on to run and this one went on to, you know, uh, fifth coming and this one went on here, you know. He said the entertainer was going to be on a public domain album. Who right. knows what the fucking status of that is. There's no fucking like order at Fresno. Yeah. It's but disorder, really. It's disorder. But yeah. Uh, you know, a good record to be sure. Uh, pretty great. I like it. Uh, it's got rock on it. And I like rock sort of music. Uh, the Crayon is on it, which is a great song. It's a song. I like that song. I know you do. Don't like that song. It's a song. It's a good song. What do you got against the Crayon? It's, it's a good a song. song. So, yeah, it's a great one. Then we got Inspired by Christ, uh, which was our attempt. Well, this was when we did. Hit- I would say we succeeded. We stopped making secular music. This was when we, we found God. Yeah. We and lost him. We lost him. But I mean, we found, we found him. him in this, we, found him. we found him for about a week, and this is when we recorded this record. Yeah, and we shit it out real quick. I'll tell you what, a great trumpet great on trumpet. one of those tracks. Yeah, I believe it was Brother brother John or the Samuel. Brother Samuel from the brother chapel. Samuel he he, he did the uh, the mixing on the mixing. He, he was sort of our yes. spiritual advisor after we ditched JP, and he, he actually brought us closer to God. Yes, and we should say we did fire JP live on camera. Yeah, we for did. an audience, and it was funny. It was funny and well received. He didn't like it, but it was funny. No, he didn't like it, but it was funny, and people thought it was actually very, very funny. cool in like a transparent way to. Uh, it was like it after was like, the period of the whole the possum theory and of us being kind of guarded about our. It was meta. Our inner workings it was meta. We were just. It was people were appreciated that we were just being honest with them, right? About the, the higher. Higher management of uh, right. the sound estimating. Right, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. You yeah, know, it, really well put this down. <laughs> you know, people really appreciated our transparency. I, I, I agree. It's basically what you said, but longer. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> and then there were a few more adjectives. Yeah, inspired by Christ, good record. We do a lot of uh, devotional sort of music on this, and, yeah. and you know, people love that sort of thing. Yeah, there's nothing people, people like more. They eat that shit up. They eat it up. And then we got deranged. They ended up like pigs in a fucking trough. That's right. Uh, okay. And then they we got. They just would not. They're fucking pigging out, man. They were feasting. Okay. Yes. They were feasting right. upon the right. work. They're, yeah. Right. Okay. You said you got it. We got there. Yeah. We got there. It was. It's ridiculous, man. They and then we got get enough. Of okay. It. Like oh, I'm saying, we we did that. You're, you 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 conveyed it, and yeah, now it we can awesome. move to the next. We were inspired. Okay, but now we can move on to the next part. All right, then we got Deranged Sociopaths, the feature presentation. Yeah, now speak on that one. This is an hour and a half long uh, album uh, where every track title coincides with the one uh, that precedes it, I guess, and succeeds it. Yeah. And um, and I'll tell you what. Don't even you don't even need to hear what I have to say about it because Goosey Soderberg, who was heavily involved in this record, did a, a pretty good piece about it. Uh, with he got interviewed by this guy, this K Train uh, from uh, Orulio News, and uh, they, he did a great. It was a great piece on that. I, I was reading that last night. And I was I was uh, I was really enjoying that piece. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah, nice thing to read as you're like settling in for the night. Yeah, know, shitting down, shitting. Yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was... It, I, I read that every time I poop. It helps it, you know, Yeah. I want my ass with it every time I poop. The print version, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Same one. I, and I get them. Do you get the print, Aurelia print paper? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting pricey. They keep raising the price, but... Yeah, they haven't put out an article in forever. I know. It's not really worth it. a lot of reruns. So I'm always wiping my ass at that. They always reruns. <laughs> I'm always wiping my ass at that Goosey interview. But, you know, it's a good interview, though. That's why it's I was... Good. But that is why I was reading it last night, because I just got in the new paper, and it was, again, the same article. Yeah. Um, be a good record. Good cover. Weird, like, you know, sort of, you know, wacky yeah. cover. The first time we're not represented as stick figures, I think. It very I think that's correct. That it's kind of huge. Yeah, I think that's like a first for us, really. And then we get a great uh, recording, White Light, White Heat Orchestral, yes. with the B-side Fancy slash Mr. Mistopheles. And uh, this is when we really linked up with the Funk Jester. Yeah, and I think that went really well. He, oh, that was, I think, maybe up to this point, our best partnership. Because he... he came in yeah and we had our let's just be honest we killed white light white heat just by ourselves oh yeah no yeah. and he took it to another place yes. that, that made it uh people wanted to hear it you he know, is a perform. professional he's a consummate pro- i have nothing but nice things to say about no, the front gesture he's a great dude great guy weirdly wasn't uh made in a sears yeah i don't know he's made a sharper image i believe right yeah either or i don't think he's made in our image in a sharper in a sharper image. that's right uh, now, I, of course, though, they found a way to weaponize that later on in our career, and it was honestly really heartbreaking. We never worked with them again after the second time it was brought in to work with us, but... Right. And that's how it goes. That is the kind of... The, the that's lot the business. That sound that's the business. Past. You know, I, I wish we didn't have a different person mixing each record, but that's the way it is. But you know what? I do like hearing the, like working with these different people and some people they really help the project for the better sometimes they don't yeah no, sometimes I, they, I feel like it definitely you, there's a different sound each project each person has, kind of needs to make their right. mark like I wasn't sold on Brother Samuel at first but then when he went in the booth he, he nailed it he did no, a great yeah, he was, job he, and he directed us he in did. a way that I feel like not a lot of people have been able to do that's right that's hard right. to direct us we're kind of untamable Right, but Brother Samuel just has a way to get into your soul and, 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 yeah, and talk to you from a from a, a man-to-man, but also a soul-to-soul kind of a way. Yeah, and a brother-to-brother kind of way. Exactly. And then Regis Philbin died, and uh, we made a record uh, sort of in his image called... Yeah. The, the we re- didn't make that in a sharper image, though. No. We the, were in the studio when we cut that one. And we called... Which it, we didn't put it out on streaming services, even though we did cut that one in the studio. Well, yeah, because of the covers... But yeah. because, you know, it, it, we wanted to well, be that's the thing, res- yes. respectful of, yeah. of Regis, who was our, one of our mentors early on in our career. Yeah, we recorded it in a, a pillow, a cover fort, really. Exactly. But it was, blankets, it was like a blanket fort. And that was unrelated. We just had just done yeah. that. I mean, that was fun. in the studio. We were having fun. We were doing some horseplay. We enjoyed it, but the sound that it produced. That's right. It, it's it, just not really, like, the professional quality, I feel like that our fans had grown used to when it came to our studio albums. And this is when we first incorporated a flautist. Yeah, that was cool. I don't know. That was a cool little, like, uh, little change for us. Yeah, so we called that the Regis Philbin Memorial Record. That's cool. And it was a great, it's a great record. I think it holds up. I think it holds up. We paid tribute to a lot of people on that. Kelly. Not just Kelly, With Fred Willard, another one of our great mentors from early on in our career. Yeah, he kind of, like, yeah, we went to the movies a lot with him. Uh, Beavis and Butthead appears. Yeah, we went and saw Beavis and Butthead for Bullet Action. Yeah, so that, you know... We did America. It's a great record, and I always thought this one was was beautiful. Yeah, no, it was definitely one of our, our highlights. You got uh, Age of Aquarius. 
Eight, uh, that was so so beautiful. We owned it. We owned it. We understood. And that, that was a sign. runner too. Yeah, it was a runner. And then we got Chuck, 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 Chucklin on, on the road. road. Uh, great cover with us. We, you yeah, have your gun, and, and I'm just like, I guess I'm just there with my hand on my head. Uh, there's an egg looming in the background behind us. It's awesome. We cut a few uh, vocal tracks for this one. Did we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, oh, yeah that's the one did. that opens with a. Uh, we're sound as live. I'm the and then uh, we closed with it's sound as live. Great. Uh, and we did Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Sounds cool. Uh, so that's cool. Um, and then we we did this. This is where we had to. Okay. So this is where if I hope you've been paying attention because this is where you got to kind of remember some stuff. You might remember earlier on. Grant was sort of uh, weaving a mad tale of us being up at uh, late at night talking about uh, Mr. Andrew W.K. Well, yeah. this is when it all came back to bite us in the ass. Yeah. When one morning we discovered that Andrew W.K. had not only seen this live stream, but he was infuriated by it and sent his legion of, of dumb shit listeners to fucking... Yeah, which I'm fucking... So yeah, to just give us grief. Dick for brain losers. Yeah, and they just came over and they... Fucking brain dead basement dwellers exactly. came and knocked down our door and shit on our front step. And so what do we do? What do we do? We clap back. Yeah, we clap back. We had to. We record a cover double single. And that's what it is. We did, uh, yeah. I believe, I believe She's Beautiful and Party Hard. That's right. Yes. And then... Um, we opened and closed a clapback live stream. We addressed the issues. And we opened up a, a merch store so that we could sell the shirts. That's true. It was the... <laughs> We really capitalized on that by starting our merch store, which is still up and uh, running by that right and now. And doing very well. Yeah, doing quite well. We have many people who bought shirts. Many people. And many shirts have been purchased. And now it's like, it's funny, because I, I know who are SoundS fans by the shirts, like yeah. if I'm seeing on the street, and then also... As soon as you're like, oh wait, they don't have a shirt on. Oh, but oh. they're carrying the Klein pillow. That's right. And it's like, but it's funny, because I'll know who's a SoundS fan just by looking, and I'll know who does and does not have a light switch on their porch just by looking, and that's a very yeah. cool thing to be able to do. And the funny thing about the Klein pillow is like, sometimes I get scared, because I'm thinking, oh shit, he, Klein's here. he's out of the computer. Right. He's, no. not, he's not a virus anymore, but no, it's just a pillow and pillow. it's lightness. Right. And you gotta love it. You gotta love the pillow. It's a great, beautiful pillow. Very well made. You should yeah. go buy one. Um, I would suggest buying a few for the house. And, and yeah. maybe putting two on the couch. They're great for gifts. Two on the love seat. Yeah, then, then a few for, for, for family members to get them on their couch and their love seats. Yeah. You want them to sit on clients' face. Right. I suggest five. I suggest you get two for the couch, two for the love seat, and then one for the bed. And, uh, and maybe you want to double up on the bed and get six. Yeah, why not? And maybe get more. Yeah. And then we got the Coke Brothers, uh, which was the sequel to the fabled new Coke, which did fabled. yeah, it did very well for us. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind I of like an epic poem of its time. It is, and I love uh, the Coke Brothers. And this is like the same thing as the new Coke, but every track is long <laughs> and bad. <laughs> and bad. Then we got the Goose of York single. Uh, was there a B-side to that? I don't think there was. There was. There it's, was. It's Bone and Gut now, the cover of, uh, the parody of uh, the Spin Doctors, <laughs> Two Princes. Uh, and of course, Goose of York was our biggest, one of our, probably our biggest yeah. hit. I don't know if it's our number one biggest hit. No, it's not our biggest hit. I, I don't think we can count that just because it's not available on all streaming services. No, but it charted. It did chart. Our biggest hit 
It's got to be. It's getting ripped tonight. Yeah. That 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 that, that went to number one and it was staying there for weeks. Yeah. You know. Uh, but this one did chart and it did very well. It, it, this is one of our highest selling singles. People love it and uh, people can't get enough of it. Um, There's sick freaks like that. We're singing about the Goose of York. He's our good friend. You know, uh, he may, he claims that we that it's not an accurate song, but I claim that uh, he's clapped back I don't care. a few times. He's clapped back, but he's a good guy and he's, he's a good, good friend. Guy. He's, he's, good he's, been, he's misleading himself. Is what's We're just calling it as we see it. Yeah, I, I I think personally, and maybe I shouldn't even be getting this. I think he has people who are handling him and are mishandling him. Quite frankly, yeah. I don't think he's in the right state of mind right now to be to have all of his affairs in order. Right. I think he's kind of been lashing out the past couple of months. And hey, he's a great, great guy. Like great he, guy. he's just, he's just, he's just lost. Hey right man, now. when I was broke and sleeping on benches, right? That man, he helped me out, man. He right. Be a fucking gold dime. Yeah, he's just going through it right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. But I, you know what? I, I see bright things in the future for the goose. I hope so. I man. see bright I, things. I would love to see a, a return to form. We, you will. He's I, I guarantee. Quite it. graceful. I guarantee it. All right. Uh, We're here, folks. And here we have one of our most notorious. Uh, I guess I don't know how to call it, like what to call it, but it, it, this is this was one of the big problems we had with Fresno Records. But this was the release of our second studio album. I know. Our first one so recently. Yeah. But but here we are on our second studio album, Crazy Bastards, as it is to be called. 50 tracks, all bangers, classics, and they say no. They say no. You can't release this. Why? We can't exceed 40 tracks. But we're thinking we're we've re- we've released we've released albums with 400 tracks, and now you're saying we can't release 40. You know what I mean? I say, fuck you, man. You can't tell me shit. Yeah, and we did say that. We got in trouble. Yeah, he spanked us. But uh, we we cut it down to 40 tracks. We we, we had to make some songs longer because they couldn't be less than 30 seconds. There's a whole bunch of complete bullshit. Absolute Red bullshit. Stupid. Shit. Fuck that. So we re-released it as Ron. Uh, no, I mean, you know, no explanation there. Yeah. Great record, though. This is when we really start going to town on the studio records. Uh, then the next one, you got You Up. Now you talk about You Up. You, you love this one. You Up. Well, it was recorded at a really, I feel like, pivotal time for the band. We weren't really sure what we were wanting to do with our the direction of our sound. Uh, talk we, about the, uh, the background. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to. I'm going to. We bandied about a lot of ideas. We thought maybe it would be a good time for us to maybe make some more child-friendly music. Some more calming stuff. We had set out initially with the idea of making an album called Music for Your Children to Sleep To. And, of course, we submit the record. This is right after our Crazy Bastards fiasco. Right after the Crazy Bastards Ron fiasco that completely kind of just shook my faith in the whole label right which we didn't even I think touch on but they did bring Funk Jester in to, to re reseek with most of that album yeah, we haven't worked with them since and I, in my opinion that was damage control it was damage control because they knew that we liked the Funk Jester so much yeah they knew we weren't going to argue with them but but at the time this rolled around they reject music for your children to sleep to we say you're not bringing that motherfucker back in here no Right. Don't you dare. Right, because we said, I love the Funk Jester, but he's not coming in here to change what we did. Yeah. We're going to release this as is. We'll change the fucking title if that's what you have a problem with. Yeah. But we're not changing a, a, a note. So, yeah, we called it a favor. 
we asked Tonka, hey man, can you just, just, just well, look, I'll admit it now. There's been a lot of debate about this for many years. We faked that album cover. Tonka didn't really hit well, us up with the album. Well, I don't want to. He did it though. We need to just be honest with them about No, that. I don't think we need to be because I think. <laughs> I don't think we need to be honest. No, I think. I, I think the illusion of that being just something that was asked of us is a, a beautiful thing. It is. And it is what the people were asking at the time. But they need to know that he didn't. He knew that there was an album coming. Well, I guess that's out then. I guess you said that. Yeah, um, well, so. I look. Enough time has passed. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And you know, I'll admit this. We were. We knew there was an album coming. We say Noel Lowell on the cover, but we knew it. We were beating him. Look. You don't need it like divulge all of our secrets. We're talking about our records. We don't need to go like. I just know. think that people deserve to know that after all the years, I, we're, we're clearing the air. They don't the need dust to know that. Settling, but they did. They don't. But they did. They don't. They did. They do they not. They did. <coughs> and then we did send Booger to Stillwater, which is a great like a little uh, EP. Yeah, a little. A little pee. The EP we farted out. Yeah, we shitted that out, and then uh, and after we pooted that out. Uh, well, actually, let's just talk about what's on here. So we got yeah. Face It or Fix It on here, the de- quote-unquote definitive version, 20 minutes long. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, maybe, maybe we went a little overboard on that one. Maybe we didn't need to do that. <laughs> for 20 minutes. But good lord. Anything but that. But we did it. But we did it. And then we did Ghosted by the Snake Lady, an uh, underrated album cut. People don't yeah. talk about that one enough. Then we did Clarinet Polka, one of our first royalty-free, or not royalty-free, uh, public domain songs. And then we did We Pull More Stunts Than Evil Knievel, another one of our biggest, hugest, most big hits. It's tacked on. It's tacked on, man. Like, 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 it's a real treat. You know, you don't think the fourth track's going to be that, like, the best one, but it, it's a real treat. That's one of my favorite uh, sound ass songs, period. I'll yeah, tell you what. We killed it. And then we did We Returned to Bandcamp for Grand Theft Auto sound ass, uh, yeah. where we did... Uh, yeah, that had been in production for a while. We've been, th- we had, we've been thinking about it. And then and we did with... with the GTA 2 theme then the GTA 3 theme then San Andreas theme and then we did Sensual Dublin which is a beautiful song Uh, had me playing trumpet for the first time on it GTA 4 GTA 5 and then the setup (laughs) from GTA 5 and um, and the sound of Mario dying is how that album ends Uh, (laughs) and then And then we get, we get see you, you may remember we sent Booger to Stillwater. Now we're, we're Booger is going to Washington. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. With these three remixes, uh, what a great cover! Yeah, but, you I, know, I've the the generally accepted fan theory is that each person represents a different remix. Right, and that's true. And that's true. We're here to confirm that. Well, we will never admit which remix is which. I did the I did the facing mix. Yes. Uh, uh, you did oh no I did the fixing mix you did the facing mix and Katie did the mix and fix yeah which incredible honestly. she did she did great on that she played every instrument on that one yeah it's a kind of awful they didn't cut her trumpet part but kept it on the cover exactly cool. and that one was mixed by the bad boys of Circuit City yeah, and you want, to, be stated. you want to stay away from them I did not like working with them no, they weren't fun to work with. But they were wise guys. They, they were wise, wise guys. But thankfully, these were all remixes, so we didn't have to spend that much time, like actually. And there were three tracks. Three tracks. They kind of just had us come in, come in and do some overdubs. It was like an afternoon. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's all we were willing to spend with them, though. I, yeah, I, they I were wise not, guys. I did not like. I wasn't about to spend more time with them. And it is interesting that Katie is a, technically a bad boy of Circuit City. Yeah, it is weird, right? Yeah. That kind of got thrust on us. Like, we yeah, weren't... Like, she wasn't we supposed to do anything. was going to be a separate... 
She, she wasn't supposed to be doing anything for the record. No. She just showed up and said, I, I have a track for the record. You yes. Know, whatever. And then joined the Bad Boys. And it was because, it was because we were inspired. She had inspired they, they say us. she rules over Circuit City now. Right. But it was because she had inspired us to write the song Ghosted by the Snake Lady, so I guess she felt she had some well, yeah, sway. Well, yeah, she's a snake. The lower half of her body is snake-like in form. Right. Cold-blooded. Right. Uh, scales. She's just a snake, man. No legs. No legs. Absolutely no legs. No, no backbone. I don't even know. Did they Photoshop? Do they even hands on the cover? Or do they didn't even have the Photoshop? They said, hey, no hands on the cover. Yeah, no, she doesn't have hands either. No hands. It's... No hands. Impressive. Yeah. I don't like it. I think it's an affront to science, but... It, it is what it is. Science may have gone too far, but what, what can we do about it? You know? What can we do about it? Then I want to ghost that snake lady. Then we got... Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are alive, featuring Adam Sandler. Yeah, and once again, in print, I mean, in quotation marks. <laughs> in, yeah, in quotation marks because, you know, it's a feature film. The, the, it's a feature film that has no video footage to it whatsoever. It doesn't matter, it's a feature film. Yeah. There is video footage to it. Oh. There's some. Uh, There's like an hour of it. Uh, 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 anyway. And uh, yeah, start, we got we got our boy Adam Sandler to come in to do. Eddie Sandstorm himself. Just to do him, just to do his stuff, just to come he, up and you know, do his stand up thing. And he did it well. Yeah. And uh, he killed. I, I remember him killing. I don't remember what he said, but I remember. I remember he killed. I think he said something like, "I hear about the new Fletch." Oh yeah, I remember about that. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't know. How you go sign the. Acidic set he kind of delivers at the top of the uh, right. the album. Right, like it's cool he did his thing. Sure, I would never go up there and say that. I wouldn't have said that, but you know no, he, did his cool. thing, he did his thing. I like it, and he he sung a, a song. Yes, uh, yeah, he did. And he did. Oh, he did. My name is uh, Hubie at that. That's too. cool. So yeah, uh, Rosemary's Gills are it's our trickster album. It's, we're tricksters, you know. Yeah. Uh, good. I, I like this record. Yeah, it's good album. And then we have uh, Fifth Coming. Good. Kind of, no, Good whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Chris, then we got Christmas. Uh, no, no, no. Let's talk about fifth. Yeah, coming. Let's fifth coming. You know, it's a weird re- record. Our only record to get a limited physical one. That's true. That's true. Because all of our other ones are like they're they're continuing limited run. Like you can still get them. That's true. Yeah. Fifth coming had like a like a a VIP release. Yeah, we did a giveaway. Uh, honestly, a lot of our records are probably too long to even fit on a disc. It's cool that we got fit coming. The, yeah, the Bandcamp records for sure. Yeah, the Bandcamp records are just unwieldy. Right. Uh, if you want to listen to those in full, you got to download Sinus Radio. Yeah, I mean, if you want to listen to those in full, I, uh, why don't you just go to Bandcamp and buy them? Yeah. You know? It's only like $2,000. Some of them, yeah. yeah. You can buy our whole Ovoir for that. There's a lot of records. That's a lot of music. Good deal. It's a great deal. Uh, but let's not, well, let's not talk about that. Let's not dwell deal. on deals. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fifth Coming, great record. I One of my personal favorites. It was one that, uh, when it came out, it was my favorite sound-ass record for, for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, it has uh, Ogus Reloaded on it. It's got a... Uh, it's got our, our, our regarding time chapter. Eviction Notice, yeah. It's got Central Dublin. The, the, the Central Dublin, the album release. Prediction Notice, of course. Then it's got Client's Kingdom. Yeah. This, yeah. this is a great record. I mean, there's nothing more to say. It's a great record. Great record. And then we, got, we, we came out with the... The remastered deluxe edition of Christmas is not what you think, think it is. is. The definitive version, if you ask me. Yes. With the B-side, Christmas. What? It's Christmas. Christmas. What? what? 
It's Christmas. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Geekspace contacted us. We did a live performance of it. With uh, Santa. With Santa, we brought it back. Santa, I, yeah. I hadn't seen it And they year. showed it on SNL. I don't know. You caught that. They, they did. They did show it. Uh, yeah. Which is well, Geekspace was, was corralling it. Was weird. It was weird. Yeah. They, they outsourced the Christmas special. Well, this was during COVID, so people were doing their... Oh, they were doing SNL at home. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. We did our performance there. Santa did an interview, which was interesting. Yeah, I don't remember it. I was I was doing a a sort of a Paul Schaefer thing. He said he liked soggy cookies and that. Yeah, he's a fucking freak. I'll tell you what. To be honest, I feel like this was when I knew something was up. I should have like intervened. Probably some red flags were sent up during the first Christmas special, but, you know, I didn't think anything of it. He's Santa. He's covered in red. Right. When you're surrounded by that much red, you don't even notice the flag, necessarily. Right. But this brought a lot of things to the foreground that I think had just been kind of bubbling up behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know, man. I just... Then when he comes back later for the Halloween special, it just... I think that might have already happened. That already happened? I can't... Uh, did that happen in 2020? No, well, no, no, no. That would have been 2021 because that was during Ida. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he did come back. Like, yeah, it was just next year. No, it wasn't Ida. It was the year before Ida. It oh, was shit, you're right. Okay, so anyway, so then... So yeah, yeah, my aunt Ida came to town and uh, right. it made it impossible to record anything that Halloween. Yes, exactly. So, okay, so this was after that had already happened. And that, that he went goth. Yeah. He went that, goth. I don't know, man. Oh, he was in a weird place, and then yeah, I feel like he was overcompensating by the oh, time. Man, so weird. The Christmas interview. Bro, the, 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 the Halloween special was like we were on fucking fire. Yeah. That was a dynamite I set. Don't know but he was just there, man. And you know that was that was a good special because Cubie Doo was there. That was awesome. Cubie Doo was there. Love man. that. Ian was there. Like Peter was there. there. Flip was there. He yeah, directed. Flip, I was going to say, this is when Flip kind of came back into the fold. We kind of reconnected. Well, he had, he had, okay, so let's say, uh, just to be clear, it was around the Christmas uh, special. Yeah. Or maybe even a little before that, that um, Flip had gotten arrested. But he had worked out some kind of deal uh, where he could, I guess come out like leave prison supervised yeah. to, to film uh, for, for money for his I guess he said for his family he doesn't really have family so I don't know how he struck that deal but I, he did and so he recorded the sound as Christmas but you know he, he was in and out and it then, was more just like an honorary title more than anything I just feel like yeah. it was a lot of just like us pressing play I mean, pressing record but he was there but he was there for a lot of it he supervised but like yeah he was, he, was getting, he was getting back into it. Certainly more hands-on with the Halloween one. Halloween right? special, like he was, was there. His idea. He already, I was surprised with the Halloween special because, like, he had guards bring him in, but then they just, like, kind of walked out, sat outside, I guess, and he he wasn't shackled, like, chained, anything. Oh, yeah. He was just, like, completely free to free roam. I was I was only a little worried. I never actually saw them again after they unchained him. And I don't think they brought him. I think he was kind of with us after that. I, I know home. he went back to prison after that, so I don't know how that Oh, I got brought home my place. He crashed on my couch that night. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think he ever went back, actually. Oh, he went back. He went back, because I visited him many times after that. That's interesting. But I don't know I don't know how that happened, but, it, you know, whatever. So he was back for, for the Halloween special. Yeah, and he actually, he found that mansion. Like, I don't know where he found him manor necessarily, but that was, he kind of organized that whole thing. Well, I can tell you, well, you were talking, well, yeah, yeah, him manor, I actually, we know about that. I know about that from Flora. Oh. Flora was there uh, 
well, I don't know if we want to go really deep into this, but she had visited it in a different sort of time. I see. Okay. In the past. We'll just say in the That's past. Uh, so she kind of knew it in its prime, and she sort of told she told me about it, and we went and visited it. She said that it had some, you know, spirits and whatnot, and we yeah. went... We were drunk. We all went there. Yeah. We just got, like, we, we thought we saw ghosts, so we thought we'll film it. We'll bring the boys here, make yeah. it a time. And then we said, this is great, but you won't make this better. Then we looked at each other and went, the boys. Exactly. And we got the boys. We brought them back. The boys were back in town. But yeah, so, that, yeah, that's Halloween special. That's, and that's the Christmas uh, SNL song. And that was a great, uh, a very that was huge. successful we a song lot of, for us. I feel like a lot of eyes were on us at the time. Uh, it's kind of like that Tupac album. A little bit. I just got a text from Olivia Peck. That says email. That's cool. All right, so uh, then hey, should we... I call you and say fax? <laughs> <laughs> ah! And then we got "Fuck You" by Soundass. That's when we covered this, uh, this song by Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney latter day hit. I think most people you. would say Paul McCartney's best work. Fuck You. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think he's done anything better. Did he do anything before this? I was honestly really familiar. He with did that. a couple songs. He was in a band uh, that I don't, I don't know. What their deal was, but I know yeah. that they, I know they were like, influ- like some people were into them and they, the bottles. It was sort of, maybe. I know, baby? I don't remember what it was. The it was baby called. Bottles. Yeah, the baby bottles, that's what it was. Because I know it's sort of like a Velvet Underground thing where it's like no one really bought the records, but everyone yeah. who did sort of started a band sort of thing. So the same thing with the baby bottles. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Unlike the Velvet Underground though, you don't see us doing orchestral versions of baby bottles music. Like that'd be no, ridiculous. that would be so stupid. No. Uh, well, Velvet Underground's like, Good band that people yeah. know and respect. And yeah. uh, Lou Reed is like an artist that people still listen to today. Yeah, and baby like. bottles were kind of just hacks. Love yeah. wings though. Wings are great. Uh, Sound ass unplugged. Good record. Good record. Now to discuss unplugged, I feel like we must discuss the Noobly Paradox. Man, that's you're, we're getting into, into some territory here. Well, again, I just feel like I we, mean, you want to tackle the Noobly Paradox? I don't know. I just feel like we have to address it because again. Did he rip us off? Were we credited? I'm unsure. Mainly just because he's such a mysterious figure in general. Who are we talking about again? Noobly. Oh yeah, Noobly. Noel? Noel. You think? You think? What is well, it? Oh, because of because of top it off. Must we? Must I? Do I even got? Do I gotta spell it out for you? Well, okay. I don't. I didn't want to. Maybe we should talk about this in private. Maybe we shouldn't do this on the pod. No, we should do it on the mic. Well. We had done Top It Off, obviously. Yeah. Live in the studio, no, off the top of our fucking heads, yeah. like that. Like it was That's nothing. the joke of Top It Off, is that right. we, we were, gonna were top in it the off. studio, we came up with it off the top of our heads to finish off a session. And we topped it off. Yeah, we topped it off. Well, I I ended up after that, I I colluded uh, with Noobly, and we had, we had worked on his song Knock It Off together. Yeah. That, that, say there's he, similarities. Well, okay, but, but I just want to make it clear that Noobly didn't steal our song. I So you, you just want to say that you stole our song. Yes, and I gave him full permission. And full credit. And, and full credit. You I waived credit, really, more than I anything. Said, don't, I said, don't worry about it. I said, don't worry about now, it. Now, I don't know why did you do that. Because I trust Noel. Because this is why you wanted to talk about this not on mic. But. Right. Because Noel is a good guy. I trust him. Where is he? He took credit, then he disappeared. He he is on a spiritual journey. He's on a cleanse right now. I don't know where he is. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I just know that. I don't really know who he is. I don't either. But I know that I trust him, and he's a good dude, and he writes good music. And I, and you know what? Knock it off is a good song. It's a good song. 
but it's stealing my bones. It's stealing your bones. I, I, I think you got a credit. I'm going to say it. I think you got a credit. I Look, I'm just saying we might need to check the... Uh, the archives on that one. I don't. I'll check it right now. I bet. I, I bet. It's just that that didn't make any money, and that's why I'm mad about it. Oh yeah, no, it, it, it didn't. It didn't make any money. No, okay. No, uh, it was. Out. It was actually a huge fucking uh, failure. That's why I feel like he disappeared. I just feel like he dropped two songs that were flops. Music videos announced. Yeah, you, you got. You apart. got. We both got credits. I did along get a I'll be man. Why didn't you invite me to the session? I didn't think that you would want to be no, there. I always want to pop off a session. You don't, I, I'll, I'll just say it. I, Noel got a weird vibe from you. Because, oh, he got a weird vibe from me? Yeah, because... That fucking freak dresses up in a rainbow every single day and is thinking about moose shoes. Yeah, but you see, I think it's the stuff like that that you're saying now. I think that's the reason why he didn't vibe with you. You were, you were, you were being negative he, towards him. He fucking him. blow it at his fucking head. You are being negative towards him, but he didn't like it. Noel is a fucking... can go crawl in a hole. Uh, Noel likes you. I'm not saying he doesn't fuck like him. you. I'm not saying he doesn't like fuck you. Fuck him. He's just, he just... No, fuck he him. got a weird vibe because you said stuff like no, this. Fuck him. He's a good guy. No. I'll stand by Noel. Noel's a great guy. Not. I'll stand with him any day. He's alright. Yeah, he's good. American Wet, an all-original beverage. This is cool. Yeah. This is for, for fans of the new Coke, of the Coke Brothers. This is sort of that, and just that's what it is. Yeah. Now, should we talk about this? We were going to release an actual American Wet drink. What happened? Well, we did. We did? Yeah, at Soundass Land. It was very successful. <sighs> Can we even talk about Soundass Land pending litigation? Or? I don't want to talk about the litigation. I want to talk about the good times we had at Soundass Land. Because it, it was, for for those three days, I had the most fun of my life. That's true. And, and we sold a lot of American Wet in those three days because it was the only drink you that could buy. It was the only drink available at the theme park. And you know what? That, sci- that Mad Scientist show was pretty fun. It was funny too. It was, it was like he, he did he did like an impression. So yeah. I don't remember who, but it was, he did an impression. I liked it. It was cool. Um, Actually, you, this is crazy. I think it might have been the Phoenix Doctor Bus fucking. I bet it was. I bet it was. But yeah, I mean, look, let's talk about the good time. I mean, like that was a good for those three days. I had I had a lot of fun and. Like I just really wish that person hadn't died and ruined everything because yeah, it, was really it was selfish. It was selfish. Because think about the pig. I mean, the pig's oh out of work. I know the pig's, the pig's out of work. work. The pig's fucking sleeping on my couch. That's I don't talk about flip like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. No, he sleeps on the floor. Sometimes I catch him though. He sleeps on my bed when I'm not out. When I'm like you know I'm a, you know. Well, you, you couldn't get away with trying to split the couch with the pig. You could tell when he slept in my bed. Like, if I come back and he had been sleeping well, in my stink bed. stink lines. It's stink lines. Exactly right. Then we do Snot, which is, uh, this was sort of our homage to yeah. Flip. And yeah. to what he had created for the us. The house that Flip built. Exactly. That's he, why I wanted to call the record. Flip Eric, walked. Eric so was we, able to convince me to call it Snot. Yeah. Snot, Something yeah. more true to nature. Yeah. Uh, Elemental, really. Flip walked so we could run. And, you know, he took, he made something beautiful with these mashups. I mean, it wasn't beautiful. It was kind of ugly. But then we took it to a brand new, way more beautiful place. Yeah. And Snot was the moment where we got to reflect and be like, you know what? Why don't we make mashup music? Because we could do it way better. Flip Flip was terrible at it. Dumbass. And we did it. And it was great. And uh, people loved this record. I wish we could put it out on the shelves. But, uh, you know, it was great. It's on Bandcamp, so, you know, fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Crazy Cool Hits came after that, which is interesting. The the first covers record we had done since Chuckling on the Road. Yeah, that was an interesting... I remember thinking, you know, oh, this is like kind of 
to, like, I, I think we're taking this moment here, this little block with snot and crazy cool hits. We were, like, looking back. Same with America Wet. Same with America Wet. We were looking back at, at what... Well, you would even... I would even say fucking unplugged. And we also had the blank Estevez reissue. Yeah, so, like, that was a whole moment of reflection, retrospection. It's kind of our introspective retrospective, even though we kind of blew that... Right. ...on a return to Worcester City, title-wise. And, that's kind and of it was weird. reflective. Yeah, it was reflective. It was, it was all these things. And, and, and I think each... And it was interconnected. Exactly. And I think each one of these sort of represented a different period of sound as. And it was a, it was a good uh, experiment to sort of see what the past was, what the present is, and what, maybe what the future will hold for sound as, you know. And it turned out it uh, held a surf album that was about 20-something minutes long. Yeah. Pretty cool album. Pretty, pretty great. Beach. Got covered in sand. Caught some waves. Caught some waves. Kato was there. He taught us how to surf. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I like that. Not, he wasn't as good as it as you, as you would think he would be. No, you know, he's not very fun to hang out with. He's you know, not, really. He's kind of obnoxious. The most fun I've had with him was on the Bergen line, and even then, he was like the first to dip. Well, my favorite thing to do is uh, when we're, we'll be walking around sometimes downtown LA, and then we'll... He'll pass by the psychic place. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I, you know, I'm like, do the voice, Kato. Do the voice, Kato. And I'll do the voice. He'll, he'll it's a funny voice. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm a psychic. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And, and the whole time you're thinking like, uh, it's a little. This, I don't is, know. this is totally a line. But but it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And it's then really what, good. Yeah, I'll go to Auntie Anne's with him, and he'll do the same kind of thing. Oh yeah, he'll he'll harass the coworkers. Oh, and then I'll be in his house, and he'll be making a, a muffin. Really, that's the thing about hanging out with Kato in general is that he'll just anywhere you go with him. He, he, he turns costing something. Yeah, or someone. He, he's he's usually causing an issue yeah. um, with hey, the people. You know what I gotta say about that? Love it. Yeah, love it. I love going to the airport with him. Yeah, that's really. He fun. has fun at the airport. Yeah, I mean it's like stressful. It's you know, terrifying. It's usually a security risk. Every single time fun. I think he's he's gonna get us kicked out of the airport. Yeah. But but he, you know, I, I don't. know part though is even if he did. He can fly away. But that's another reason why I don't see... Exactly, that's right. But that's another reason why I don't see Cato as much, because I used to go to the airport a lot, but ever since we went to Florida, we don't really need the airport. That's true. Um, but then, this is sort of an interesting time. This is when we discovered new assets. Can you believe it? I kind of can't, even though we did and recorded it. This was an interesting time, because we had... Uh, acquired these new instruments. We we finally got Blesh to yeah. pay for some new Blesh instruments. Blesh blessed us. He blessed us with new instruments. And we were just getting used to it. And this record, we were just figuring it out. And I think we did a great job with it. And then... I wanted to call the record Figuring It Out. And I said, that's a terrible idea. It's a shitty name. And we didn't name it that. Yeah, we didn't. And I'm glad. Um, I'm but, glad we figured that out, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we discovered new assets, which is a way better title. Huh. Uh, anyway... So, basically, we were recording this because we had a big gig later that week. And we we should also mention that this is the introduction of a very special new member of the Soundless family. Tortello. Tortello, yes. Yeah, he kind of introduced one of our biggest hits. I am the robot club mix or or radio editor. Dad, oh yeah, Daddy Like It. That's the one you're talking about. (laughs) That was our big hit. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, that was a great track. Uh... But uh, yeah, we got these instruments and we didn't really know how to use them yet. No. And so this was as usual. This record was us figuring out what we were gonna do at that show. And when I show, I'll tell you what. Even though this record was was fantastic, when I went to the show, I was like, you know, are we gonna do this? Like, is this Could gonna we do this? Is this gonna go we poorly? Up, put our red robes on. And I'll tell you what, we 
dominated. Locked in. We dominated. Sound Ass, a clean start, is our most successful live show. Hands down. Barna. Today, Barna. We made so much money. We made so many memories. Flip was there. Tortello was there. Sandler was there. We did everyone's favorite songs. Julie was there. Henry the Leisure Cat was there. Everyone was represented. And we we even did Jay. we we did we did I'm on a roll we did we did True. deep cuts we did a uh, Abe Froman is an informant Facts. we did I thought we did I'm getting ripped tonight which was at this point uh, a, a hit you know a huge yeah. hit which had just come out you could feel it in the room Everyone. young fools like because they didn't know it yet because the single our was just, song young fools of course which right. they barely even changed when they ripped us off oh, that's very true. But yeah, you could feel it in the room when we did I'm Getting Ripped Tonight because that song technically hadn't even come out yet, but everyone in the room knew that this was this was single potential. Like, this was hit potential. Because everyone kind of stopped and looked, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh man, we, I, I, had, I was more than happy with they that They stopped. Show. They didn't quite collaborate. But, but they, they did listen. And that was the important. They listened. And we played... Uh, I don't know if oh, you. Oh, and we played. I don't know if you're comfortable with me disclosing this information, oh. but we played for five hours and twenty-two minutes. Yeah, no, look. So it's fact. Pretty great night for us, and and pre-show music we did too. So, I'm, look, I'm glad you finally were able to admit that. It does beg the question: Where are all those other songs and files? Well, who could say? Well. Uh, then we got him getting ripped tonight. The B side for that is, I believe, the Chieftain Swing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I believe uh, so. Uh, it is indeed. It is indeed the Chieftain Swing off of our surface record. There we go into maybe our biggest blunder yet. <laughs> I think maybe one of our worst albums of all, including all the band albums. Maybe the definitive low point. Uh, sluggish slash right now. I don't know. What the fuck we were thinking of this where do you no, remember our mindset? Yes, now I know I can tell you exactly what happened. It was a, it was a transitional period. It was a dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night. We had begun work on our next album. The the one that would come honestly two albums from now. That, that's the craziest thing. We had started to work on a, a, a piece oh, the bust. that we called the bust of St. Balthazar. Right. Between that and Sluggish Trident, we discovered new assets, and a lot of the discovery of new assets was not done of our own volition. It right. was done because we had new computer systems we had to work with. We could right. no longer make music with the same setup that we had done. I was learning new things. Of course. Eric wasn't changing. I was having to work around that. Well, that's... You, you get what you pay for. And I got, I got it. And I paid the price. Right. And... This was our last attempt to try and record on the old setup, which at this point, or on the new setup, really, actually. We were trying to use the old system on our new setup. Right. And it was not compatible, didn't work. We were thousands of dollars in the hole. Fresno was furious. They're demanding a new record. We need the record. What are you guys doing? Right. And we only had seven tracks, and they all that fucking sucked. Yeah, they were really bad. So yeah. we decided... Yes. Yeah. What we did was we were figuring out because we were we were cutting uh, Bust of St. Balthazar and we we were nailing that stuff and then we sort of everything was falling down on us. Well, we cut a few tracks on Balthazar. Then 
we had to try and work on this new system and it just it was a nightmare right we kept all the old we, we cut one last record with the old sounds and then we just had to salvage it we had to salvage it I had Eric double all the tracks and speed them up yeah we it was a terrible idea created an inane well I didn't do all of that work myself though I think that we who worked with that I think uh, on that one we were working I kind of washed my hands of it at post recording you know what that, that, I did do that. Yep. No no one else is credited for mixing and mastering. No, no, it wasn't just me. That's interesting. And it shows. You did the cover. I did the cover. The only time I've ever stepped in to do a cover. And the last, as Fres- last. Fresno yeah. said. Fresno you, said I Fre- could. Fresno I, said you'll never be allowed to. Well, that's one of the reasons why we went so over budget, too. Is exactly. I, I had fallen into such a another religious period of my lifetime I was like obsessed with the seven deadly sins and the seven heavenly virtues I yeah and by this point I was out I was out of that yeah you had kind of like renounced God but I'll tell you what when I heard the songs that we were naming I did not give a shit because I was like you know what if you want to name them after the seven deadly sins you you go ahead and do that you kind of just like threw your hands up in the air like alright I sped them up I mean you can have them yeah you can have them if this is what you want then this is what you got so this is kind of my brainchild and we lost a lot of money yeah. Uh, it's not really clear. The, the religious theming is unclear because it's not named Seven Deadly Sins or Seven Deadly Virtues. It's called Sluggish Trident. I want to give you some background. I don't think you know this. Here's a little I'll, insider I don't scoop. Here's an, I, I don't know right. I don't know wrong, but I'll tell you this. This is a little insider scoop uh, from me. When this record came out, I didn't want to tell you this because I felt like it'd probably be really embarrassing for you, but I'll tell you anyway on record. Um, is that... <laughs> When this record came out, it flopped so hard, it lost so much money that Fresno took me into this into their you know office. They called me and they said, "Listen, something needs to change because that can't happen again." It's like we 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 we're letting you like have your wiggle room. We're taking risks. We can't let this happen again. We need your next record needs to be a high seller. It needs and to be a follow-up to something proven. That's so. That's what I did. As I said, well, we could do something that was successful in the past into a sequel. Yeah, but new. It's, it's but little, new. Kind of like the dark reboot kind of. It's like a realistic, right. rounded reboot. Pattern. And thus we had sixth coming, which fully incorporated our new system and our new setup. This was yeah. this was uh, like not like if Discover's new asset was us figuring out the new system. Sixth coming was us mastering it. And we had figured it out, and this is a long record, but it's one that's packed with just hit, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And I mean, e- even more than that. Uh, a few more hits. There's a few more in there, but this is this is I mean, this is good good stuff. I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin with Six Coming. It's 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 a dense opus. I mean, it's it's got Toblerone on it. We yeah. can we talk about that. Yeah, we should definitely talk about that. So Fresno, we had a little spat, and they deleted all our music, and then they re-uploaded it all, and they fucked up some shit uh, after after we had to apologize for the yeah. millionth time. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Jasper. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so the song was called Toblerone, but they uh, took it down. They called it Six Coming. You know, it's not called Six Coming. It's called Toblerone, okay? There's no title track on Six Coming. It's no. called Toblerone. It's called Toblerone. Yeah, it's reflecting on the main camp as well. If you think that's what it's called, then you don't know that much about Soundness. Yeah. Yeah, Bigfoot, I still believe, is at the end of that. So that's a, that was a hit for us. Yeah, that was kind of a monumental hit. You know, the, the track before, the calling Bigfooter. Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. Introducing, or introducing Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we played that at a pretty successful Bigfoot uh, festival. Yeah. And that's why we wrote the song. Yeah. Um, it flew us in out of state. And, yeah, we did great. Yeah, we did good. great. And, and then well we had... Received. I, I, I wanted to write a song about Bigfoot anyway, so it was, it was welcome. kind of worked out. Welcome. Then, um... Adam sings the hits. Now, this was sort of one we didn't... I didn't touch this one. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of more like a little vanity release. I'll tell you what. I I told Adam at first, I said, just send me the record when you're done, and I'll, I'll upload it. I just ended up giving him the password, and I just let him upload yeah, it himself. Yeah, I mean, it just... And, you know, it's great. Look yeah, at the fruits of his labor. It's, he did a lot of great tracks, man. Daydream. He did Daydream. That's his, That's like his signature song. <laughs> he opened with it. Yeah. Anyway, he played that uh, live at uh, when we did the clean start. He did Daydream and he did um, really well received. Tonight. It was really well received. People loved that, especially because he couldn't seem to remember uh, the words. Yeah. I said, well, I mean, it's hard. The thing is, like, he song. had the words too, but it was on the inside of the bag. But it's so dark in there. It's so dark in that bag. He couldn't man. see it. He thought it was a slam dunk. He no. said, if I put it inside the bag, I'll be able to see it. No. And then one time he wore one of those little minor lights, uh, right. headlights, and then it was too bright. It was like blowing everything out. He was just it, like, oh, it hurt his eyes. Like he had eye problems after that. Yeah. He had problems. He sure does. Zohan, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah you don't mess with him. Uh, but let's talk about the bust. Please. He finally came. This, this, finally addressing the bust. This got shelved for a minute because of our our spat with Fresno. We wanted to to make a grand release of it. They didn't want to make a grand release of it. They they wanted to hold on to it and yeah. and basically what they wanted to do was take the bust. They knew it was a hit, so they wanted to hold on to it and wait for us to to flounder again and then put it out to bring yeah. us back on top. But I said no. We finished. We've been working on this. Let's put it out now. And uh, they were they were wagging you know, finger at them and shut them up. Well, I didn't. They got they basically had their way. And, uh, and I guess they saw Adam Sings the Hits as a, a, a flounder of some kind. Yeah, but I mean, they couldn't even hold that really against us. It was no. under our name, but just again because of the whole complicated nature of our relationship. Well, I'll tell you this. I had Sandler go and peacemake with them. and Because they, they, no one could say mad at Sandler. He went in there. He went in the, the yeah. Fresno offices. He made them all laugh. And then he said, look, oh, fellas, yeah. let's put he out the bus. shoulders. He can kiss babies. And he did. Yeah. And so we got the bus down. Well, yeah, they, they coast them yeah, into doing the opening and the closing. Dating work tonight is about an actual yeah. album. I kind of see this as the, the end of the like original iconic sound as sound. It's like the original. Oh yeah, that's the same setting. album. So yeah, that's it. That's the, the last. Setting. It's kind of the last that you'll ever hear of that sound from sound as. Sadly, least, yeah. I mean, plus they gave us a new computer. We can't we just can't make music no. like that anymore. No, we just can't. Uh. Then we have gun weapon violence, uh, which there's another Fresno bullshit. Yeah, one. no, I kind of envision this as a really conceptual piece, kind of speaking out against the the three things in the title. Oh, you see it as that? I, that, well, I, that was I, I was promoting. I thought we were promoting the gun weapon violence. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. But anyway, so I, I kind of let you just go wild on this one, be expressive yeah. as possible, and I just feel like I kind of was the I was kind of molding the shape and the vision of yeah. it. Yeah, this was one of the bullet wounds I got from this I, this whole project. I got oh, shot yeah. uh, during this record. Yeah. I got shot during Awu uh, that landed on Ron. That crazy. Well, yeah, that's, that's what the cover is kind of reflecting. Actually, is that yeah. I, I shot you and you're nursing your hand here. Yes. So you kind of you can see out of focus it. on the you cover. Yeah. It. I just got my nails done. Yeah. Uh, I think it was ironic they though, a little bit about it. That's why I brought the gun to the studio. I mean, I'm known to bring my gun to the studio. But I just felt like I was, it was, for me at least, 
cathartic. It was a catharsis. Yeah, it wasn't for me. It was just a. Well, I got shot. Well, I don't bring my gun around anymore, so we kind of. That, yeah, that's that a good a thing. Uh, that, that was, was a they won't, let, they won't let me bring it anymore. They yeah, that's good. Me down and I finally, I've been fucking begging center. for years, but whatever. That's. So now, so anyway, a little bit of a, a reach. But let's, the, let's, but let's they, relax. They okay. called it gun. We- I called it gun weapon violence in all caps, and all the tracks are called gun weapon violence in all caps. But the, they said it can't be all caps because it's too, I guess, violent. Yeah. And, and so we tried to tack on an hour long song by the police. Yeah, you know, they hated that. They hated that. So let us put out the police, but we can't put out the police. Yeah, it makes no sense. No, that's nonsense, man. But they. Uh, so I had to call it GWV, and I had to put the names of the songs not in all caps. Wow. So fucking bullshit. Then, then Gilbert Gottfried died, um, and we did "Rest Easy, Gil," a little two, a little double single. Yeah, that's not a big side piece. That's absolutely a double single. Yeah, and it was that was a "All Lang Syne" and "Sleep Now." Gottfried is the two songs on that one, uh, an original. And then huge, huge news. Massive. The, what was supposed to be our second album after The Sound of Ass to Come finally comes out years and years after the fact. Ariel 11. We're talking Ariel 11. Not to, We're not talking about Ariel Heaven, which no, is a song on there. It's a different there. song on there, yeah. It's a different song. But uh, we're talking about Ariel 11. Now, why don't you talk about Ariel 11? We should speak on that for a second because it's interesting. Uh, it is. We had envisioned this as the follow-up to... The sound of ass to come. We had the track list. You're right. Out. You're right. As years went on, Fresno just we would tell them that we got. They would they would encourage us to do a different record. They were like, "All right, well, we're circling back around to Area 11 next." And right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Because here's the thing: Area 11 required so much. We were we yeah. were asking for funds. We were asking for a backup band. We were asking for all these things. Yeah. And and Fresno just wasn't willing to take that chance they on us. Willing to meet the vision. They wanted. They us wanted to us to do everything ourselves. Yeah. That's fine. We'll, we'll, work, we'll look about that. In yeah. The long we'll term. get there later. We'll get there later. 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 Well, years pass, and all of a sudden we're like, "Where the fuck is our album? Where's our second album?" Right. And I had these lyrics, these like songs that I mean. I was meant so much to me, like the gout. Like I was crying when I wrote the gout. Oh yeah, and Wild Thighs. It took me weeks to, to of course write and lay down those vocals. Right. And by that point, multiple songs from the original tracklist had been completely co-opted and used. Like Be the Place was the, originally for exactly, this album. Exactly. And and uh, yeah, I mean that that was the that was the big thing. But some of them still landed on we here. We lost the big hit from this album. We lost to those the, fuckers. I know. And it's all because of Fresno. It's all because of Fresno. Because they thought they would sell a couple more records. Well, they didn't even make a music video for that song. So what gives Fresno? Literally, it's literally, uh, in my opinion, bullshit. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. One of the biggest fumblings. But you know what? I, at the end of the day, I don't like I, that. Is all bullshit, and I hate it. It's all but shitty water under the fucking. It's shitty bridge. under it's shitty water under the dumbass bridge because when the album actually did come out, it fucking came out. It was it a did smash. Release. It did absolutely, it was released. But it wasn't released on the day that we said it was going to release. And, and we, we even got Lumpy Gummy in the in the booth to mix it. You got who? Lumpy Gummy. Yeah, Lumpy Gummy. The, he, he was known in all otherwise uninhabited parts of the United States simply as the standard. Oh. If you may recall. You might have, yeah. you might have remembered him as just me calling him the standard. Yeah, I do remember But that. his name is Lumpy Gummy. But he was great. And he, he mixed that. And come on, the gout, man. Come on, Remsfield. That was a hit, Remsfield. Come on, I'm sinking. Front Rem- side piece. Remsfield, one of my top ten sound ass songs. Yeah, Freudian side piece. Santa stole my crap. 
classic. I mean, there's so many hits on top of this. I'm hits. sinking. I'm sinking. I said that already. Uh, then we got a Ass Sounds Collection Volume 1. This is a collection of all the Ass Sounds that have come out. One through eight, plus two new ones that we recorded just for this. Yeah, one of our famous compilations, we had this one. We didn't really talk about the What a Fool Believes compilation, but we also had that one earlier. Right, on. we had that. We had that. Just kind of collecting some of our dust. most iconic pieces, collecting dust. Yeah, it was collecting dust. <laughs> but it came out. Uh, yeah, Ass Sounds Collection is cool. It's a little, a little funny. You know, people liked how meta we were with this one because uh, the cover is sort of a parody. Eagle-eyed viewers of, will notice of the yeah. The, if you have to be eagle-eyed to notice yeah. that it, it's a parody of the Aerial Eleven. And if you cover. don't see it, please bring an eagle into the room. And, he'll tell you. Yeah, he'll tell you. Joe Walsh will tell you. And look, so now at this point, we we finally got Fresno to re- release Aerial Eleven. We've made so many hits for them. We made so yeah. much money for them. And now we we're we're like sort of our own music boss. Yeah. You know, they're still in charge, but we kind of we, we call shots. We call shots now. And so we said, you know what? We want to do a self-titled record. We've been wanting to do one our whole career, but we just haven't we you said we, we didn't have the name, the cachet to do that. We, yeah, we just like we weren't there yet. But now yeah. we are there. And we, and we we had the set of songs that that made sense, you know. Yeah, finally. And we and we really sound ass. So the titular sound ass. And I mean People lost their goddamn shit when they heard. They dropped the gourd when they heard our studio version of "Demon in My Nightmares," which you you could hear live months uh, beforehand at a live show that has since been lost to yeah, the, the sands fa- of time. The infamous December 11th live show. That there's still video of it, but there's, there's no video of it. But it, it resulted in us right. losing a hard drive of all of our music at the it time. Was, well, let's just say it was stolen. No, I'll say it was lost. No, let's just say that I don't it, think it was stolen. I think. Uh, well, okay. I was just going to say, a good bit was there. He wasn't at any of our other, other shows. Good bit is a good dude, and he wouldn't do that. Good bit was not at any of our other shows. The one he shows up at, the the hard drive gets lost. Lost. I think it was Beth Man. I he, think he took his... Was he there? His spindly little ass. Yeah, he walked down from Segment Street. But I don't trust him. I don't trust him. And fucking flipped it for a fucking nickel. All right, well, one of them stole it. Someone stole it. Yeah, canonically, one of them stole it, and you get to pick who. But yeah, this is the one with OJ on it, Old Juice. Yeah, that's a good one. Classic. <laughs> that's a good... Oh, it has our title track too. Oh, Sound it's our ass. title track. Soundass, Soundass on Soundass on Soundass. Um, crazy ass monks, you know Saint Luan. Just plenty of great hits on here. Brunswick uh, Blues, Brunswick Blues, Great Egg Heist. Uh, really good stuff. Rebo, which I was actually, funnily enough, I was I was checking. I know you're wondering what funny thing I'm gonna have to say about Rebo, but funnily enough, I was checking the numbers on uh, Spotify last night. <laughs> I was checking the numbers on Spotify last night to see like what our biggest songs were, uh-huh. and Rebo was like, he, like it got way more listens than any other song on this album. Rebo, like for some reason, people were really listening to. So I don't know, something to think about. <laughs> Uh, just, just ponder it. Just ponder that. And then we get Ronnie Tui, bitch. Yeah, that's right. Ronnie We're doing sequels. Yeah, Ron. Like you, you heard Ron, and you may have considered Ron too, but I bet you didn't consider Ronnie Tui, which is where we were. That's uh, a forehead worthy. That's where we're at. So you know, maybe it's how our fucked up brains pedal pedal along. Um, th- this is one of our great. Albums it has uh, I don't know right and I don't oh you know what I'm just noticing uh, has not been officially released on Bandcamp. <laughs> Some someone may have forgotten to pull the plug on that and put put it out I guess. Jasper. But uh, 
that's besides the point. I mean, hey, look, maybe we can do it live right now. Uh, but you know what? I'll say it. This is a pretty good record. And uh, so bold of <laughs> you to say that. It, and you know what? I believe it. Uh, this contains some of our tragic nomenclature recordings that you know was so successful for us in the past, and uh, and it incorporated with new sort of recordings that were similar. And uh, I hope that's all the information you need on that right Yeah, it's kind of a rock-based, rootsy album. Yeah, it's like The Roots. Yeah. Just like The Roots. And it's officially out now on Bandcamp. Yes. <laughs> you can get it now. Stat. And should we... Now we're we're up to date now. Should we talk about the future? Should we talk a little bit about the future, Stat So, uh, down the line, I mean, we... So, we have Unplugged 2. Yeah, people who I mean, like we're we're in our sequels mode right now. We just yeah. did, you know, we finally did Area Eleven, which isn't a sequel, but it was supposed it's to be kind like, of you know, phase two of sound. It's, fa- it's phase two. We just finished phase one, and now we're into phase two. We, we I think Area Eleven was the start of phase two. Yeah, and uh, and I so you love to hear that. <laughs> so we got Ronnie too. We, you know, now we're now we're doing Unplugged two. Yeah, and uh, if you loved Unplugged one, which I know you did. Then you're gonna love Unplugged Two, maybe even kind of like even slightly, maybe even yeah. more. I play the rain stick on it. Yeah, so th- that's something to look forward to. Uh, and so, after Unplugged Two, what do we got down the line? We have we just be- wrapped with the Father's Friend sessions. Yeah, but we got. I'm trying to think of what our schedule is. So we got Unplugged Two. Then we have oh, Conventional Masterworks. Uh, it's just our first compilation of just our hits. Our public domain record. Uh, we got our public domain record. We got Bean Release. Bean Release. Which is, uh, I maybe we shouldn't even say anything about Bean Release and just yeah, let it be, be a surprise. Just be ready for Bean Release. It's going to be great. And then, yeah, Father's Friend Sessions, which we are, we, we basically cut three records in one. Yeah. Uh, we're f- fucking we got, prolific. Yeah, we we're flooded fucking awesome. in the studio. We brought in our most talented friends to come. We basically, we, we, we told we told Fresno, you know what, we're, we're calling the shots. We're going to get everyone who did right by us in the past. We're going to get them in the studio, and we're going to record, 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 and knock out three records in one night. And if you don't like to spend money, then, then like, this should be a slam dunk for you. Spend, you're spend, we're talking one night. Studio time. Yeah. Well, they One said night. no, though, is the important thing. Yeah, they said no. They so, said no, so we just like, all right, everyone come over here. Yeah, we did it ourselves. Uh, we, yeah, we locked everyone in the studio. Uh, we kind of, like, or made it so that the street flooded and no one could leave. Should we and just, then, let's, look, let's just be open. We went we went into the studio. We know how to get in because yeah. we've been there a million times. Oh, yeah, and I've Jimmy the lock. Like yeah, it takes it takes nothing. It's, we yeah, went in basically there. Basically, don't even have a lot. And we went in there with someone who knows how to mix and master. I, I, I think we shouldn't release who it is. No. We'll make it a surprise. But um, we went in with someone who knows how to mix and master. We worked with in the past, and we just did it. Yeah. You know, we 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 just let. He knew that we were. We didn't yeah. get permission. I'll just say that his name rhymes with schmick schmoven. We we you locked. Can say that you can I say, could that. say that. You can say it's that. It's not true, but I'll say it. You can say it. I can say anything, really. You should. Anything. And anyway, so uh, we we uh, what, what did we do? So we he he knew that we didn't get permission, but he was in for the cause. He went in and he mixed everything we recorded, and we just did it completely. Uh, I, I broke the law, you know. Yeah. But then when we gave 
Fresno, the records, which I'll just say it now, it was supposed to be one record. Yeah, they fucked us. They said, again. they said, you know what? No. You shouldn't have done this. They wagged their Yeah, they said, absolutely fucking not. We told you no, and you went in and did it anyway. So we have seized these yeah. recordings, and we are going to release them in three records. And we said, you know what? That's actually kind of a good idea. Yeah, it's actually good. So you, you can Fresno's a broken Fresno's right every yeah to twice a day. So we were kind of like, you know what? Uh, you probably think that you just like upset us, but you, that is actually a good idea. So we kind of actually like that idea. So, it's actually our idea now. Yeah, we actually came up with that. It's basically what we said to Jasper. Yeah. Uh, we said thank you. Yeah, and and we kissed him. And that's basically the future. Uh, blank oh, well, Estevez. Not two evil boogers. Evil boogers. That's Keep coming. Estevez. Blank, maybe will come out. Blank Estevez. We're looking like that might maybe come out at some point. Uh, <laughs> S book's coming out soon. Santa's book is coming out soon, even though we just told everyone that you guys should have read it already. Yeah, well, uh, you should have. Both can be true, and you could read Flora McFauna right now. Yeah. And uh, but the book will have Flora McFauna in it. Yeah. That's what the word. I guess that's what people are saying. Exactly. Uh, and uh, then then um, should we talk about the indefinite hi- hiatus? Why not? Yeah, uh, and then we're on indefinite hiatus. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So that's kind of interesting. It's That'll be like a new sort of thing. For us. Yeah. So, like, we've been living. We kind of can't you know, work with each other in the same room. Yeah, we actually don't get along. No. Um, but, you know, we've been living in the House of Animals for so long together, working on music yeah. constantly, that we feel like it's probably good to just, like, stop forever. Yeah. So I hang out with the birds a lot, and I see them flying, and it makes me want to metaphorically spread my wings because God has cursed me, and I am unable to grow wings like our good friend Cato and just leave this cursed island. So I told Eric he's got to get out by the end of the week. I said, sure, we can record the oral history, sure, but I'm going to need you out. You see me, I just like I just want to be like spy mate. Yeah, you've always wanted to be like Spider-Man, and he doesn't like you anymore. I think he can tell that you're very desperately trying to openly imitate him. I think he likes me. No, he doesn't. Well, we hang out sometimes. I know that's not true. Uh, we do it's hang out. Not, no, you don't. Yes, we do hang you out. Some, well, sometimes. You wish. I know. In your dreams? No, in my fucking reality. He's a great guy, and we hang out sometimes. Yeah, not yeah, ever, sure. Not all the time, but we sure. hang out, you know, sometimes. I don't believe it. Well, believe it, because we do. Yeah, well, she hear what he tells me. Whenever I'm hanging out with him. Yeah, he probably tells you, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and he says the same thing to me, so yeah. you're just deciphering it wrong. Uh, anyway. Deciphering it wrong. Yeah, you're just deciphering it wrong. Bro, I'm fluent. You ain't fluent. Yeah, I am. Anyway, so yeah, so Grant's giving me a lift to, uh, I guess, an apartment that uh, I'm going to go look at, and yeah. maybe I'll move in, I don't know. Uh, if not, I guess I'm just out on the on the streets for a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Actually, I'm going to drop you off at the old lot. Mm. Kind of hoping like the kids that live up there are just gonna like tear you apart. Oh, pick okay. you clean. So that might be a new experience for me. So I guess we'll see maybe what the future holds for Sound Death. I'm still gonna release all these records. Uh, if yeah, I no, of course. Through the night. Uh, I hope you do just so that they can get uploaded. I don't have to log into the, to anything anymore. And, and I guess if uh, Trident. and I guess if you're listening to this and maybe you want to be the new sound ass I guess maybe just email, shoot me an email uh, at uh, sound ass live at gmail.com or is it sound ass dot live at gmail it's sound ass live uh, yeah 
soundslive at gmail.com shoot us an email and uh, you can be the new sound especially like we were thinking maybe like like two ladies like lady yeah, sound I would like to put out a Miss Sound S record so like if if you're like two if you are two girls or ladies then you should if, if you specifically are two ladies then you should yeah. email us and maybe maybe you can be sound ass and I can just give you the login yeah we'll just give you the login you free range you can delete everything yeah I don't care what the fuck yeah, you I don't do. really give a fuck what you do with it just uh, just do something shit please. man so that's uh, that's that's sound ass uh, that's the history that's an oral history and I mean there's there's more you know there's, there's so many things in the nooks and crannies that, that happened but you know that's in this the book this is a broad overview you can it's check the out book. the YouTube page you can check the website it's in the book check the book you know it's just it's all there we've given you all the clues and now it's up to you to solve the mystery. You gotta solve the mystery. If you listen to every first word of every sentence in this podcast, you'll find a hidden message. My lifestyle, my death style. Simpsons. Check out next week's episode when we go over Billy Joel's River of Dreams. And he's and coming he's to, to the party. If we don't get our money, there's a demon. The demon's real. He talks to me sometimes.